Is this the room I see on your... Yes, you see a different room. angle usually. Mm-hmm. This angle on... I used to have it that angle, but... I'm still moving several. I'm waiting to get this other desk as well on this side, make it an L. That way it can have better camera angles and then all that good stuff. Nice. Yes, we're on a lot. A perfect little room for this. It is. I actually love it. Uh, is there a pen? Nah, it doesn't matter. Talking. Okay. All right. We're, we're live. Yeah. Okay. So we're on YouTube and we're currently uh, recording on that SD right there. So okay. eventually it will be uploaded through my Mac into everything else. So. Nice. It's been a long time coming. I know. Hasn't it? I know. So we've been long. trying to do this for how long? Like two like, months, three months now? I feel like longer. We talked about this like before Thanksgiving. Definitely. It was a while. No, <laughs> trust me. I was I was trying to get there as well, but I got sick and all that shit. Oh, yeah. yeah that's true. You disappeared for a while. About three months I was out for, and that's, yeah, yeah that's what kind of made me actually get into all this stuff here. So nice. it was actually a blessing in disguise almost in yeah. a way. So that's just good. So what generally made me want to you know, talk to you was, I followed you on Instagram and I was like, this girl's got some flexibility, you know? So if you know anything about me, I'm a little bit of a gym, gym nut, you know, previously before I lost everything through my sickness, but, um, you know, I'm always fascinated and on the, on the body and what it mm-hmm. can do, you know? So, and seeing what your body can do and like, you came up to me, you're talking about I know, no, 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 I know. And I was, I could tell I was freaking you out just a little bit. I, I was like, it, I, was I like, know, oh, you know what you're talking about. Yeah. I was like, cool. I was like, you know, when you're, Toes are pointed this way, you know, your head of your femur inside of your actual socket is moving this way. And it's not supposed like, to do how that. Is it not twisting. Exactly. Off? So we'll, we'll go off that. Uh, just introduce yourself to people and who you are and what you do. Yeah, I'm Vashti Walters and I'm a pro- professional ballet dancer and ballet teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been dancing since I was 13, so I kind of started a little bit late and I just took a lot of classes and just went 100% in to catch up. Lovely. And yeah, I started dancing in Texas, and then a little company here in Tampa drew my attention, so that's why I moved here. And I was there for a few years, and then decided to move down to St. Pete, because some other dance opportunities came up there, and I could dance more often. So. Texas. Yeah. I didn't know you were from Texas. Where are you from Texas, uh, or you just lived there a little I bit? I was born in Florida, but we moved a year later to South Carolina, and okay. I was there for a while, and then Texas, and then back here. Really? Yeah. Which place did you like more? Uh, here. It's definitely my favorite. I was born in Orlando. Jesus. Uh, but St. Pete's my favorite. I lived in Dallas and then Greenville, South Carolina. So. Okay. And you like it here just in St. Pete in general? Yeah. Why is it just like the culture in itself, the people? Yeah, I just like the feel and there's a lot to do. Um, I feel like in Texas, there's a lot to do, but it's so hot that everything has to be inside. You have really? to pay for everything. There's not a lot of natural outdoors things to do. You know, a lot of people are moving to Texas right now. Yeah. It's the a, it's a, it's a, it's a really growing thing for yeah. jobs. Yeah. Stuff, two places so. that are growing right now is Texas and actually Florida. Right. Yeah. Now, I've know? heard a lot of people moving to Florida too. So. Yeah. So our current employer is just like enjoying like making more stores and all that stuff for yeah. you know, all that. So they're needing managers and all that stuff. So that's why you see all this stuff. Of people are, exactly. You no, know, cause taxes for one of them, you know, especially in New York and all that stuff going on, yeah. you know, taxes are increased. So everyone wants to leave, you know, especially those famous people. They, they don't want to pay that. So <laughs> they're yeah. coming down over here. Exactly. No, like we have like a bunch of famous streamers who, you know, streaming game or just, you know, people who do podcasts. They actually moved already down here, you know, and and there's about seven of them. And and people are like, we just had a wrestler just move down here as well. I'm not a big wrestling fan, but he was in our uh, in our store about like two days ago. And I was like, who the fuck is this giant dude? He was like seven foot, like 300 pounds. I'm like, this guy could kill me. Like, like I was just fascinated. And he just moved here for that same reason. It's amazing how many. Famous people are so close to St. Pete and Tampa is going crazy. Like I've right heard now. about even just um, the lightning players sometimes coming through our store. I don't know the, all their faces that well, but people point out, oh, that guy's 
Right now, uh, we have, um, I believe, the uh, WWE is training over at Tropicana ever since uh, Corona started. So that's why we see a lot of the wrestlers coming in our store ah. and all that stuff. So that's that explains for that. But yeah. I don't know many about sports either as well. I don't, yeah. I don't watch that kind of <laughs> stuff anyways. But a little fun fact I wanted to transition to is... I used to dance. I think that's how we actually uh, got, like, kind of, like, started in the beginning. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, I danced about, like, age of, like, 11. It was in hip-hop, you know? Okay, yes. Exactly. Um, And I actually ended up uh, finding a group of friends, you know, uh, in uh, school, and we just stayed after school. That's the kind of dance I wish I knew how to do. It looks so cool. Yeah. Don't you do (laughs) hip-hop classes? I've taken a couple, but I don't do it consistently. Really? I look like a little chicken when I try to do it. You're a little lengthy. I can see that. You're a little lengthy. Is it, is it weird for you? It's it's so opposite of ballet because it's much more grounded, uh, mm. I feel, and you have to move your body in just such a different much way. Much more grounded. More. Explain. Uh, like in ballet, you're so lifted up all the time. Proper you're almost. stretching your okay. legs as much as they can. And I think in hip-hop, you have to really bend your knees to get with the movement. You feel like there's properly. more fluidity in there? Fluidity in a different way. I in a think. different way? Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. just a different approach to... I'm just throwing fucking terms out here. So, yeah, if I'm saying the wrong term, correct me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I, don't, I don't do this, like, like as much as you, so... Yeah, but. just a different, completely different style. Really? Yeah. So, what you drew you to ballet instead of any um, other form? I just... I was homeschooled, and one day, my mom was, like, looking over my schedule for the next school year. She's like, what about you try dance class this year? And I was like... Only if my friend does it with me, I'm not going to do this by myself. So we went to this little recreation center, and I was we were both uh, 13 with a class of seven-year-olds just doing ballet, just something random we decided to try. And uh, the teacher there eventually pulled me aside and said, you should go to an actual ballet studio. You know, I think you could catch up. Um, and I, I loved it, and I just decided to really take it seriously. My mom was always like, okay, but this isn't going to be your career. You know, it was her idea for me to start it. She's like, wait a second. Yeah. Hey, don't make this your career. This will be a hobby, but I'll let you try this. Oh, okay. I see. Getting more and so more you got, curious. you kind of got that energy from her. You could tell like, she didn't want you to like, kind of like pursue this, like At in first, a way. She was a little nervous about it, but the more I did it and the more she learned about it, she's like, okay, I think you can make this work. So she's really very supportive of it for sure. But well, at first how she long have you been, how long have you been doing this? It's about eight years now. So, eight years. Yeah. About eight years. Past winter, so oh, you've been in it for a long time. Yeah. So what? So it, I don't. It, you know, like apologize if this sounds like arrogant in any way, <laughs> but I don't really see fame. Maybe it's because I'm not into that realm. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't see famous ballet dancers or anybody who's like made a huge. Yeah, it's not outbreak, made as big of a deal of as sports. Yeah, sure. no, for sure. Yeah, and movie stars and stuff. But um, I think most people have heard of people like Misty Copeland. Um, She's a dancer for American Ballet Theater, and it was a really big deal because she was the first African-American principal dancer of a okay. major company. Mm-hmm. And so she's gone to be in lots of different movies, and she tours around. Actually, she um, gave a, a presentation at my dad's bit, my company the other day, completely unrelated to dance, Whoa. but she's kind of really big. So okay. an example of a dancer like a small world, becoming you know? more well-known. Yeah. Wow. Okay, okay. So, so I mean, what would, what would one do to be – to make an actual like career out of ballet, what, like what, may, besides opening a studio, because I know yeah. a lot of people go down that route, yeah. you know. And maybe if you're a well-known name, you would open a studio and you can get decent traction. Yeah. What would you do after that? Would it be more like I'm um, doing seminars, maybe, or maybe like little tours and like um, meet and greets to, to just get on a ballet career? Um, yeah. Typically, you have to train. I technically haven't been dancing a long time in comparison to most people my age. They kind of start when they're 
babies. <laughs> okay. Doesn't really the training doesn't really get serious until you're more around seven, eight, nine. Okay. Um, but you, you train seriously, you know, every day, all those years, all throughout school, and then typically you audition at the end of high school for different companies. Um, so you audition everywhere just trying to get a job because especially girls, there's thousands of girls who are all as good as you. Okay. So you have all to right. audition everywhere. So what, what's so special about these companies? Kind of, they're, I'm assuming they're kind of like recruiters in a way. Uh, and, and ballet companies vary in different uh, sizes and uh, styles of dance, but that's um, just like interviewing for something in your field. We audition for different ballet companies. So that's where you uh, have the best chance of having a uh, a career, a safe job is signing a contract with a ballet company. Okay. Um, so that's your most typical route for a ballet dancers. Okay. And how long does that usually last? About four years, maybe a contract, two years? Um, it depends on the company. Okay. Um, but most dancers, they'll dance professionally with a company for anywhere from 10 to 20 years. Really? Mm-hmm. But I don't know how often they re-up their contracts and yeah. have meetings. So it is kind of like sports almost in a way. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I'm just yeah, making that correlation because I know yeah. sports more than anything. Okay, exactly. I see what you're saying. So you're out of school, mm-hmm. right? So what are you doing to pursue your career? Yeah. Um, well, once I graduated high school, I had an apprenticeship with Tampa Ballet Theater Ballet. And that's just how ballet companies work. Um, they have apprenticeships that get you into the company. Okay. Um, so it's like a 100% scholarship kind of thing. And mm-hmm. then after that, I was in their company for a couple of years. And then I found out about St. Petersburg Ballet Conservatory, which was, it's in the process of starting a company, but they weren't there yet. So I decided to dance there on my free time to get a little bit of extra dancing in because the company I was dancing for was small and I needed more to achieve my personal goals. And I just really liked their vision and where they were going. So I decided to move down here and join them full time. Um, And then COVID happened. So ballet companies across the world kind of really struggled because we can't have audiences. Okay. All right. Like like almost any other like, you know, uh audience based sport or, you know, any entertainment. It's kind of like that as well. And theaters are just so they're having a really hard time getting everything safe to open up again, even harder than sports. Because we still have people come for the Super Bowl and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And theaters are just much slower. Yeah, I, I can see that because there's probably less of a demand. That's probably, mm-hmm. exactly. it's such a smaller niche in, in a way that, you know, it's the ones who are in a higher demand will get that attention in that, like, first, like, outbreak yeah. out of that, like, controlled, you it's know, COVID. It's so hard. Yeah. Really? So. I can it, see that. So I. I the timing for me personally, though, was good because I. Oh, I want to hear this. All right, continue. No, no, this sounds great. Yeah. All right. So I, I left my company where I was being paid to dance to join a place where I would be dancing for free because they hadn't started their company yet. I, I teach ballet full time, so that's how I make okay. a living. Um, but then COVID happened, so nobody was making money dancing, and nobody had a contract. Gotcha. So I wasn't. Weird. <laughs> I was kind of in a good spot. Yeah. Most people weren't able to dance. Exactly. You're like, I'm like everybody else almost in a way. <laughs> yeah. You know, you didn't feel like you were Don't outcasted. Don't pay attention to the fact that I chose to do this. Uh, but I needed to because it was the opportunity that gave me. It was a chance to dance far more than I ever have and perform a lot more. Because you have more time. Is that why? Um, just this place had the facility to, to provide more than the small company I was at. Um, they had more performance opportunities and they have a huge building. So they don't always have to rent a theater to perform. We can set up a theater in our building. Got it. Okay. So we have more opportunity there. And then I knew that they were about to start a company. So I could just hold on for a season. 
Okay. Uh, season goes like usually from the fall to late spring. Okay, yeah. Um, so it's kind of like this time was like you brushing the blade off for a second, polishing on like things you yeah, may need to work on a in a way. Training in the exactly. Meantime, so focusing to... on yourself. Yeah. I actually just talked about this not too long ago with a couple of followers of mine on uh, what, uh, what I game on Twitch. Obviously, um, they were saying you know how a lot of people were upset or just depressed on the whole entire situation of us being locked down and being by ourselves mm-hmm. in a way. And I said, well, that's a failure of being able to look at yourself in a third person aspect to being able to see what this is a great time to capitalize on who I am as a person, mm-hmm. you know, and there's other people obviously who got affected with no jobs and, you know, and that's yeah. excluding them. But the people like us who were okay for the most part, mm-hmm. it was a perfect time for us to, you know, look at ourselves in the mirror and say, well, I'm by myself. I can't really do a lot of things. What would I like to be as a person? What am I lacking that I I haven't confronted about myself in a way? You, you get know? so busy. We brush all that aside. Exactly. Don't really think enough. exactly. <laughs> and this is why people are having huge issues with staying at home. Depression's going up. I mean, no matter what you say, humans do need interaction with other people, mm-hmm. and that's without a doubt. I'm not saying we don't, but you know, when you're when you're already in a psychological battle, if you don't like who you are as a person, like I think most people in our age is mm-hmm. you know we're told to go to school do these things you know live that nine to five maybe mm-hmm. and just do that so we're sitting here in this box you know and then when you're unhappy with that and then you're at home you know mm-hmm. in that box as well exactly it. and some people don't some people turn to drinking some people mm-hmm. turn to other things you know some people just go out and you know they never do that so i thought it was a great time to capitalize yeah, on I, those kinds I of heard things about a lot of people having a really hard time with that and yeah it was interesting to me i think um i was lucky just in the fact that where I went with my career, I was really forced to think about what do I want? Who, who am I? Because most people uh, were like, why are you not going to college? Like, that's so Is that something smart. that's kind of like pressing your family in a way? Uh, my family d- did not press me. My brother um, is going to college full ride, and it makes sense for his career, and it's great for him. But they absolutely did not require me to go, and that was great. Um, but lots of more extended family and friends why wouldn't you go to college? Mm, you got to love those when you meet them at a backyard barbecue. <laughs> oh, and yes. like, What are you doing? Like, Jesus, here we go. This is what I got to do. Yeah, I've got to defend it. Oh, yeah. And then you got to explain it. And you can kind of see it in their eyes. They're like, oh, they don't okay, they, well, they don't like when this. When are you going to get a real job? When are you going to play it safe? You know? You're going to flip burgers your whole life. Exactly. Like, there's nothing else you can do. Okay, so you, it seems like you took this time perfectly well to grow yeah. as a person in a way. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's a couple questions I have in general as the art you do. Is... Can anybody do it? Because I, I would imagine, you know, some people need to be genetically <laughs> kind of made for it in a way. And maybe they benefit more when they enter there, you know, like. I would say anybody can. Um, but some people have um, a leg up. Okay, perfect. <laughs> no, no, I get, I get yeah. your point there. Wow. <laughs> anybody Christ. can. It, you know, some people aren't born with the facility that makes it so easy and everything comes naturally to them, but they are so determined to do it that they make it happen. Um, so I'd say 99% of people, if they want it, they can do it. It just might take a lot more effort and they might not have as many doors open to them as other people might just with gifts they were born with and were outside of their control. But um, ballet is definitely changing too to see that ballet can conform to different kinds of people. Have you seen a growth mm-hmm. in, in, in the eight years? Yeah. Kinda? I'd say the past couple years, I've noticed a lot of change. In I, can, I can see that definitely because, you know, I was never like in hip hop for that long of a time. Mm-hmm. and But I was in it for a hard five years. And, you know, like my mom did the same thing your mom did. I was like, I think you shouldn't really do this, you know. <laughs> and unfortunately, like, in, especially my Latin culture, you know, it's very, it's, it's very 
it's it's pretty much forced you know help your family out in their job what they do you know help the family mm. out you know the latin that's yeah. why most latin cultures have a hard time branching off and you know making that their own sense. success so i actually left hip-hop and i was very upset at my mom for that for Aww. a long time but i mean i was never really gonna go anywhere because i fell in love with a lot more <laughs> other things but yeah. um as as in i seen since i wasn't in there i was able still to see the growth in hip-hop i mean and i feel like social media especially instagram that's changed a lot right it's yes. got more eyes open people's eyes to exactly it. so you probably seen the growth in that as well because oh, yeah. i remember I, w- I would talk to people about uh i don't know if you ever heard of a show it was on abc it was abdc i believe it was called america's mm-hmm. best dance crew exactly oh. there was season one two three and it went to like 12 seasons that george lopez was on there and no the other lopez uh i don't know who you know um the guy who plays um skeeter I think uh, um, I don't know. Damn it, you guys make me feel old. Whatever. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was a great show, and I remember I would talk to people. No one ever knew about it, and like I remember, like you know, even after the show was canceled, for some reason it got a blow up again, and like everybody like got into hip hop, and I was like, well, where was this when I wanted like yeah. you know friends to dance with now and all that trendy? <laughs> but and then I realized like social media's got more mm-hmm. eyes on it, you know, and you know when you can when social media came out like Instagram, I mean you know. It was I say Instagram a lot because there's this short like we're I mean we're human to like we like things fast <laughs> exactly especially now more than ever so with Instagram you can get it you know mm-hmm. just like that so people see something oh that's cool let me like that let me follow and then it'll go to the page mm-hmm. and then there's this career path you can take and I think people saw that especially yeah. like you could do that with dance now in a way you know yeah I'm glad more people are seeing exactly that so way. you probably saw that grow a mm-hmm. lot you a lot know more people are taking interest in it and we're able to see the insides of companies we'd never get to see what it's like on the day to day life because people have live streams and the the uh, company dancers will show their individual lives so we just get a lot more insight now and things that were always just in the back and really so do you have like a certain group of like people that you kind of watch continuously that like i have several uh, well-known dancers that i follow i always get my inspiration really like who uh, let's see, Marianela Nunez, she's a royal ballet principal dancer. Like, anyone who's a ballet dancer knows who she is. And really? She's just iconic. You threw the name royal in there. Royal Ballet in London. Um, that's, like, my inspiration company. I watch, I, my roommate makes fun of me. He calls me ballet nerd because I'll sit there for, like, two hours <laughs> at night watching their rehearsals. I love that. No, that's good. <laughs> that's good. That means yeah. you are truly passionate with what you yeah. like doing. Oh, it's amazing. Like, when I first started dance, I started late, and I was so excited about it. You started I, late? Yeah. Well, 13 is late to start ballet fresh. Um, it sounds young to a lot of people. <laughs> but when you're in the ballet world, you just get used to the fact that most people start when they're about five or six. Um, cause at 13, everybody knows the basics of ballet at that point. And so I came in, um, yeah, not knowing any of it, just having to catch up, which is not unheard of. People have done it, but it's just not common. Um, so I'd watch ballet videos all the time and, and it's interesting how just watching it really helps you catch up and understand it better. Cause you get this image in your head and I started just picking up on all the terminology and understanding how to translate the movements into my body faster. So you're on YouTube a lot, essentially. Yes, I've spent many hours on YouTube University. <laughs> you can learn so much on YouTube. It's yes. not even funny. Just by watching, it doesn't have to be a class or anything. Like, you could just watch and replay, replay. How yes. did that person do that? And you could just go by play, by play, by it play. It's such a gift. <laughs> I love it. So this is what you do when you're eating dinner? You pull up YouTube <laughs> exactly. on your laptop? That is me right there at my table. I set it up in front of me. Yeah, exactly. You see an upload that day, like, I'm going to wait, I'm going to Wait to the end yes, of the day to I watch save it. it. Watch it later. Oh Jesus, you are in deep. You are in deep yes. in this. So you said thirteen is 
the where you want to know all the basics. You know, this is where you, you, you should know, know everything by now. It's, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then that's when you can really advance and figure out what kind of dancer you are going to become, I'm mm-hmm. assuming, after that. Yeah, you start working on honing in on your technical Okay, skills. so let me put this in perspective on how crazy that sounds. So in martial <laughs> arts, right, we have, so I when I was a kid, I did karate, I did kung fu, and then I did boxing and Muay Thai. Mm-hmm. Okay, those are the main things I did. A young age starting, you know, around, maybe now it's a little bit earlier because now on social media, people throw their kids in a lot earlier. But mm-hmm. at least back then, you didn't want to throw your kid in there unless they were about like seven years old, 10 years old. Mm-hmm. So to say <laughs> that, you know, you know, and this is a physical like contact sport yeah. where you're getting punched in the head, kicked in the head, you know, but to be six and five and you want to be like in that age at a starting point yeah. is crazy. Like it is. it is crazy it, it, when you think about the de- the body development as well, you know. So starting younger sometimes it helps them to stay open, like in their hips, really easily because they're more flexible when they're kids. Okay, so if you start young, it trains those muscles to hold the rotation earlier on. Hold um, the rotation, mm-hmm, those, making that mind the body connection to where it can actually hold that position a little mm-hmm. longer. Because you guys do a lot of static positions. Like one one thing I know from from what I see at least, is, you know, you guys will start on a movement, right? And it'll, it'll, it'll be, it'll flow. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be this part where you kind of, like, explode for a second, and there's a pause. Mm-hmm. And you're holding it. Yeah, you know, it's usually while you're on the, right. exactly. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, that seems like it's hard to do, yeah, you know? Because you, you're you're going in this motion, and now you're static all of a sudden. You're just, mm-hmm. you're just yeah, right just there. suddenly move and then stop. Exactly. And, and you got to hold it. And then I feel like you guys are getting judged a lot off of mm-hmm. that one particular moment yes. is how well you can hold it. It's kind of like gymnastics in a way, mm-hmm. you know, like. You, you know, you, you have this routine you got to do. And if you don't stick that landing right, which, at, you know, you could have the best routine in the world. But the if you don't ending, stick that landing, that, that could ruin everything, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you guys have a lot of pressure on you when you guys do we that. We do. We have a lot of those moments where everybody's watching this thing. You know it's coming. You have to do this right. Um, but then in ballet, too, we have to. I'm sure they do this in gymnastics, but the little in-between parts also count a lot. Really? So, those in-between steps that most people don't notice, you don't notice them because we've worked on them a lot. Really? Yeah. If we don't work on them, you're going to notice our feet just flopping anywhere. The or, details you're talking about. Yeah. It's like those details that would stick out if you mm-hmm. don't perfect them. Like, exactly. Okay, so I see what you're saying. have to make some things not so noticeable. That's, that shows that you're doing it right. <laughs> really? Yeah. We won't make make people think that they can do it if they try No, to no, no. That, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. No, that makes 100% sense. You know, like, yeah. it's where people are, oh, I could do that. You're like, uh-huh. I, I guarantee you couldn't do that because <laughs> that the amount of work it. I had to put into that, you have no idea. You know, those are yes. those are the details is what makes anything. You know, mm-hmm. if you, you, like you said, you can have the foundation, everything right. But if those details are missing, it will throw everything away. So yes. that makes sense how you say that. Mm-hmm. So what fascinates me and what I asked you originally is, you're very tall. Yes. You're tall. I mean, look at me. Like, my mom thinks I'm tall, you know? My mom sees me. She's like, wow, mijo, you are so tall. And my mom, I'm, I'm literally so short in America. You have no idea. Like, the average height is about six foot. Okay? And how tall are you? I'm six feet. Okay. Fucking here we go. Yeah, exactly. Okay? Yeah. So, you know, I would assume you kind of have a, as you would say, leg up in, in this industry. Would you, would you say so? Actually, um, being tall especially as tall as I am, is a bit of a disadvantage when it comes to getting in a company, a big company, because the average girl is about 5'6", and they want people to match in height. Really? Mm -hmm. So most companies prefer to have most of their girls around the same height, or they have a lot of each height range. So let's say um, some company has a lot of tall and short, but they have a good amount of both. 
Um, so at least they can have a group that all matches. I was going to ask you that. Mm-hmm. It's, they would have groups, essentially. Yeah. So basically, I can't audition for companies that don't have a wide, a good amount of each height range. So you're kind of at a disadvantage. So I went to audition a couple years ago for places, and I would look up some companies and say, women, height limit, 5'6". Men, height limit, 6'3". And I'm like, I can dance with a guy who's 6'3". But um, I, I'm almost six feet, and then on point, that adds me a few more inches. Really? And the visual... You know, yeah. line is very important to people, especially directors. So you have to, you know, look a little harder to find companies sometimes that'll that have more of everything. So do you have you have judges in competition? Sometimes we compete. Okay, that's optional. <laughs> do you not like to compete? Um, I think it can be a good performance opportunity, but I think that's not the point of dance. Okay, um, it's an art and a sport, um, but the art aspect of it is means a lot is up into interpret up to interpretation mm-hmm. um and people's personal opinion so it's kind of hard to judge it okay um how they feel but okay. we do have ballet competitions where they just judge a lot of based on your technique and things like that that's mostly for students they don't really adults don't really compete professionals don't compete. got it got it so I've, it feels like you kind of have almost like like a, this weird taste for competition almost do you feel like some of the judging is unfair um no i don't think it's unfair i just think it's perspective. not the main point of ballet. Okay, so you would say this is not... Okay, I if see you're what gonna you're saying. If you're going to compete, do it mostly for the experience. Okay. Because you could get a great score on the same exact dance. It just depends on... Or not great score. It just depends on who's watching you sometimes. Um, if your technique is good, then everybody should agree on that. Um, but when it comes to artistry and how they feel you're presenting yourself, that can vary. Um, and lots of times there's just so many people who are equally good. And nobody, not everybody can win first place. Exactly. So yeah, okay, I see what you're you saying. You don't want to put yourself down. It's not that you're not as good. Not everybody can win. So you are <laughs> deeply in love with this art. Yes. I can tell. Like, you're just sitting there. You're like, everybody, this is what we all do together. You know, you kind of, I can see what you're coming from now as, as in that perspective. Okay, so let's get a little nerdy here. <laughs> to train hip mobility and flexibility, <laughs> yeah. okay, because flexibility and mobility are two different things, okay? Mm-hmm. How, what what do you have to do? I okay. I was fortunate. I was born with very open hips. Uh, I'm about to nerd out. Let's go! Come on. <laughs> my mom told me when I was born, they put two diapers on me because no my way. hips were so open that they. Were, I was just like <laughs> flailing out. So like, keep her in. <laughs> so That's funny. I yeah, and then I of course didn't dance for the first few years of my life, and so. Um, when I took my first classes, I would be like trying to do a split, like halfway down. Like, oh, this hurts! I can't, I can't do a split. And because the first classes I took, we'd only stretch before we were warm. So the first class I took at an actual ballet studio where we stretched in between bar and center, so the halfway point between class, I went straight down to my split. Like, whoa, I can actually do this! Really? So, um, okay. And then ever since then, I can do it without warming up. Now that my muscles are acclimated to it. Um, but for the most part, my hip rotation is just, it, I, I was lucky. I it's was, an advantage, <laughs> it for sure. Natural. Okay, so for the body is when you're born, at, there's very few things in the body that are unique about a person. You know, there's mm-hmm. certain things that you can, that is everyone has. And mm-hmm. for the most part, everyone has the same shoulders. Everything is set a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have really an advantage in shoulders. You know, this is a very big issue people have uh, with Olympic lifting, right? So mm-hmm. when it comes to Olympic lifting, Olympic lifting is you have overhead snatches, power cleans, clean jerks, you know? And there's two kind of forms you can do. And one of those forms is you're kind of closer on the overhead press and some are on the Y. Mm-hmm. And 
usually to the new person, they're like, oh, that seems like it's unfair, the guy with the white. Well, no, it's not because the shoulders, everyone has the same anatomy usually mm-hmm. in the shoulder. So there's no advantage. It's just depending on what you're more comfortable with. And you may have stronger rotator cuffs on the end, so you may want to go wider. But the thing that is completely different on everybody is the hips. Mm. Okay, so mm-hmm. you know your hips are a bucket, right? They sit like this. I just dis- I describe them as buckets all the time to my students. <laughs> That's so funny. Yes, like, yes. Uh, so it, it, exactly, it, best way to describe because it, it can tilt forward, it uh-huh. can tilt back. I you say can, don't let your bucket spill forward or backward. Exactly, keep it, it neutral <laughs> and it just overall walking in life. You mm-hmm. know, that's how you want it because you can develop anterior pelvic tilt, mm-hmm. posterior uh, pelvic tilt. Yeah, so many people sit with it tipped forward. Exactly, and those will actually cause to have issues. You know, mm-hmm. you can get a lot those of better sciatic issues. Exactly. So, obviously, you could tell I ran through that. That's why I know about that. You know, when you yeah. do squatting and all that stuff, you're like, man, yeah. why my back hurt? Well, like, well, your buckets actually tip forwards, and now you're mm-hmm. you're having this butt wink at the bottom of the squat. That's my all the time when I teach all about the buckets. It's, it's, you can see how important it is, right? Mm-hmm. Because that affects everything. You know, yes. if that if that's yeah. off, everything goes yeah, gets thrown off. It's the hips are the biggest thing you want to mm-hmm. focus on just just a normal day to life because mm-hmm. it affects your SI joint, that it can affect your IT band, that can affect your back, and that can go straight to your rotator cuff. Yeah, that's why I recommend adults dance for fun because it's good to fix really? your okay. alignment. So you can see that, really. That bad habit of always pitching their hips forward Whoa. and they have those lower back problems. So once you come to dance, that smooths the lower part of your back out. Really? Position. You see that? All the time, yeah. Wait, so you're telling me you do like adult dancing like mm-hmm. you'll I, teach I, them and like adult, you'll i teach adults I have adult classes really mm-hmm. and you can see them in in through their motion can you see the like some of those issues kind of like mm-hmm. i've seen getting kinked them out? kind of transform how their posture and how they stand one of my adult students the other day she's a nurse and she said uh someone the other day told her you just like have this ballerina posture she's like, oh, i've been taking classes <laughs> that's so exciting <laughs> it's showing <laughs> so it's it actually works. funny that's good <laughs> no so that's great so Back on, on, on mm-hmm. that topic is, so it's like a bucket. And under that bucket, you have these sockets, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest difference on, mm-hmm. on, on everybody, yeah. okay? Those sockets are going to determine how mobile you're going to be in those hip joints, you know? And um, there's, there is one thing that we do know for sure. Men usually do tend to have uh, more of a closed socket. It's just, it's mm-hmm. just I don't know why, you know, we... That's why, yeah, in dance you see much more pictures of girls showing off their flexibility. I would say I've seen now I've seen men, you know, able to do that, mm-hmm. but I think we could both agree that you know women hold that predominantly correct, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so those sockets, and I I literally saw you, and because she may not tell you, okay, she's standing in line at work. We won't say our employer. I swear <laughs> to God, I'm not going to say it. Okay, she literally will just like have her foot. I'm not kidding. This way. And her torso will be right She's here. She's nodding like, I know. Okay? It is. I don't think about I never it. met her. I never met her. And, like, the first day I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm watching her. I'm stacking by. I'm like, if I get caught, this girl's going to think I'm a fucking creep, first of all. Okay? But I'm, like, fascinated because I'm like, holy shit. I've never seen anybody with that kind of mobility in their hips. And I'm like. And she's just sitting there pointing her toes, you know, doing calf raises almost. So, and that's when I went up I to you and did that. I don't think about it. It just feels more comfortable to stand open than Well, parallel. it's probably because you're used to it now, right? Yeah. You know? I mean, I, you, I spend all my how days often, doing it. How often do you watch somebody walking and you can just see, like, their, their pattern or their movement? You, you, like, watch them from behind. You're like, oh, they're walking inward kind of, you know? I mean, I, I notice when people walk more turned out than usual, like, hmm, I do dance. <laughs> I can <laughs> 
Most people don't walk like that. Exactly. So you, that's great to know. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine you, I was like, your sockets have to be so open and yeah. your femur and your, and your bone must be pretty large to rotate that kind of direction, you know? Yeah. So Cause be it's good. not twisting my knees. Otherwise it, I wouldn't perfect, be Perfect. Great. Yeah. On to the next part is the knee's a consequential joint. It yeah. never really does anything wrong. It's a reaction mm-hmm. to the ankle or the hip usually mm-hmm. most of the time. Um, sometimes it'll come from the back later on, whatever. But, I was wondering that. I was like, how do you not have knee problems? Because in my head, I see you turning your foot this way, right? And I'm like, that IT band is getting torqued. So yeah. it's moving now. So it's now, all from the hip. Now, when you're, you know, I'm assuming you've actually helped kids or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever age they are, you know, get a little, or train them in mobility in a way. Mm-hmm. Do you ever see some of their threshold where you're like, okay, yes. you know, talking from an anatomy standpoint, you're not going to be able to do this. Oh, yeah. I have all- all my classes, we start in parallel, and I teach them about their rotator muscles in the back of their legs okay. and using your butt to control the hip yep. to open out. Mm-hmm. Um, and if without twisting and taking one foot and then the other and getting into your first position, when everybody demonstrates a first position, they're like, oh, you're a ballerina, let me see it. They twist their feet. Not doing it that way. Starting in parallel and using your only your muscles to open up. That'll show you what you can naturally rotate from your hips. And uh, so I start with my kids that way. Most of the time when you're a beginner, you're, you'll about have this much, like a small little pizza slice worth of rotation. Okay, so we've used this phrase before, got it, pizza uh-huh. slice. Yeah, and so then I'll say, okay, if you're going to tondu, which means to stretch your leg to the side, you don't go straight side. You have to follow where your toes point. So if this is my first position, my side is on a diagonal. It's okay. not straight side. Otherwise, I'd be twisting my hips and my knees past their natural rotation. Exactly. You kind of want to go into that natural, mm-hmm. you know, mobility state, you know. Yeah. And there is this thing, at least in, in, in uh, Olympic lifting and just even in powerlifting, there's called uh, hypermobility where you mm-hmm. can actually push your body past that threshold. Mm-hmm. You can get there without pain, but you've. All in all, have fucked yourself over more because you passed that point, mm-hmm. you know, and now you're kind of over, mo- you know, you've, you've done it so much, your body kind of like loses its, ela- exactly, so there's elasticity in the muscle, mm-hmm. and once that's stretched out, because no matter what you say, mobility will affect your flexibility sometimes, and you will get no more of that, like, bounce back and lifting, mm-hmm. you know, because you're propelling yourself forward, you're, de- you're developing all this energy on the way down, mm-hmm. and you're propelling yourself forward, so they'll, they'll get themselves in a nice wide squat, they'll go super wide on their toes, super wide on their knees Mm -hmm. and they will practice that day in day out day in day out and even though they're not supposed to go that far out of genetically you know i'm talking Mm -hmm. um when they get to that bottom of the squat they lose all that momentum and they can't because now they're hyper mobile and they developed a little bit of impingement now and they actually they've actually found out that you can actually shave down some of your femur by going going to mobile essentially yeah. so you can actually do, and that actually i mean it, that shouldn't be a big surprise that happens to old, as we get mm-hmm. older our, our hips are going to shave down and that's why you need hip replacement and all that yeah. kind of stuff so that that's just part of the game you know that's why building it up and learning how to get to that flexibility from strength is more important than just going down to a stretch so do you have to actually hold on this is a perfect time give me one second And those scales like to move on its own. <laughs> Small streamer problems. Um, what were we saying? Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, do you do any physical, like, working out, like, body oscill- isolation? Like, I think you do. I think I've seen you work with bands before, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you kind of work some of the I glutes, the hips. I use bands and stuff. Um, you can use them for, to work on rotation and all, your stretches and all those things. I personally don't use them for that that often. I use them for 
working on articulation in the feet and strength and okay. mobility there. So focusing on like your dorsiflexion and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff in your feet, like you'll mm-hmm. use that band to help you. Yeah, because you have to be able to um, isolate the ball of your foot and each individual toe and all those different things. So that's really cool. <laughs> really. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to like have this muscle mind and body connection in your toes in a way. Mm-hmm. They're like hands. <laughs> Re- yeah, oh, no, great. No, you're not wrong. Like it's hundred yeah. percent correct. Like no, you're yeah. absolutely correct. Now. That's interesting to say because that's kind of that's kind of hypocritical in the art you do, <laughs> where you have to wear closed toe shoes. Yeah, and that's almost why we do it because in a shoe that's kind of like a box. Sometimes we call them putting on your bricks or putting on your boots because they're just these things that cover everything. Um, you have to be able to still shape the foot. So if you're wearing something that's very shapeless, you have to have very strong feet and toes that can show the point in the arch of your. But so you're telling so you're, what you're telling me is that <laughs> you have to be so connected to the foot and just not just connected but strong as well to where even though you're in a disability with the shoes you're wearing because no matter what it's a disability it's closed most of the time right yeah. you have to be able to perform and be able to really put your foot imprint in there essentially is what you're telling yeah me. it's yeah having those strong feet well, you have to show the shape you have to articulate that foot that and is roll ridiculous through the shoe like it's never just you're on point and then you hop down you have to go through each part of the foot. So you have to build that strength because the shoe is naturally going to resist you doing that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Can you feel the resistance in a way when you do that? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's and it's good when you do feel the resistance because you mean you're. It means you are rolling through and not falling down. Exactly. Exactly. You're not mm-hmm. just looking like a big mess almost. Uh, I feel it when I take class and I don't roll down. Like, slap down. <laughs> you're kind of like, oh man, that does not look good. <laughs> oh, don't watch me. <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm gonna say. I mean, that is so funny that you say that because. The shoes, like, I'm, I'm very big on anatomy, if you can't tell. Like, just the general idea of, like, your feet, you know, are like hands. You have to spread out. They need to create that arch mm-hmm. naturally. And, you know, us wearing shoes is, is an amazing thing we've actually developed, you know. <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm, I'm glad my feet don't bleed when I walk. But yes. at the same time, we do this now with our toes. Mm-hmm. So now, essentially, what happens is now that... bunions. Exact. Bunions well, happen, especially with women, because... We have those pointy little shoes. I hate it's those. So I don't wear those. It, I feel like, I'm I like, why, why do reason. women ne- need to wear that? I was like, it, like I get it. Some of them, it looks good with the pointy heels and all that, but I'm like... If you wear them on a day-to-day basis, it's so I, bad. I look at women, I'm like, okay, you look great. You look, I, I understand, you know? <laughs> but that's going to hurt later on, you know? Because you've seen it, you know, where we work. You kind of see, like, older women, and you can see, like, their pinky, like, oh, kind of, yeah. like, over here, and you're like... I don't want that. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, you don't want that's that. that's just from regular shoes. So with dance shoes that are so tight, um, I wear toe spacers so that that doesn't happen to You're me. saying all the right things to me. <laughs> I'm loving it. Okay. Yeah. So we have these little gel inserts mm-hmm. that are, yeah, just go right in between. Yep. It keeps it from pressing all in. All five? Uh, no, I just wear it between the big toe and okay. the rest because the other ones don't get enough pressure to really Okay, okay, okay. So it. you don't really need to focus Some on people that. wear it between the pinky toe and the fourth toe as well. Oh, just say wherever they wherever feel you the resistance. Need it for your foot. Okay, got it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recommend like sometimes when you go to have a point shoe fitting with the person who knows all about the shoes, they'll say, "Oh, your toes are all tight, so you don't need it because they're not going to get compressed anymore." I still recommend all my students to get the spacers regardless of if they have a lot of space between their toes or not because the shoe is still going to press in those no matter what. regardless. Yeah, no matter what you're saying. So yeah. I tell all my students to get them and I've worn them as long as I've had point shoes and it's definitely helps. Like you get, of course, stronger joints and they're going to show cause you're using them so much, but they're not being pressed in dramatically and mm. your feet aren't the horrible images people have of <laughs> the dancer's feet online. You type in about point shoe feet and you get all these blistered and that is a common, exactly. Feet. That is a common that I think I asked you that too. I was yeah. like, is it true that like, you know, they're all blistered, they're bloody, they're toeless almost or, or nailless. Like, I should sometimes say. Sometimes you'll go through a rough patch where you're just doing 
so much and you have your toes are just like all blistered up but in general they don't look horrifying they look normal <laughs> okay okay i mean i think it what would matter more is the care after exactly you know like you know yeah they you, build up those calluses exactly they look fine <laughs> there's a huge correlation with what you're talking about into like olympic lifting and you know yeah. those kind of there's a it's huge all, correlation it's all how your anatomy works no i could i could definitely see that so they make these shoes right that might help you out there um uh, you probably heard the company it's called vivo barefoot um, oh, they have those like the separate like places. For your they have those as well. Oh, yes, okay. yeah. You kind of, you know you kind of strengthen them individually. Yeah. You know because what will happen is if your your toes don't get that exercise, your arch gets lost, and what happens is so this is your foot. You're supposed to be like this, mm-hmm. right? And it will just naturally flatten, flatten out, out and it'll cave in. So yeah, what happens the is arches. exactly. Yeah. So what will happen is your knee is now going internal. Oh, wow. So now That's your IT band is going exactly. So the. You know, those people who say everything starts at the feet, which I get at the same time. But I like to say that the hips are the most important part. Yeah. But I would think that's just more of like, you know, your anatomy and what affects you most and what your weaknesses are. True. Because you even said it yourself. As a kid, you, it's easier to work with kids because mm-hmm. they're brand new. You know, they yeah. have, everything is correct. Like, everything is correct. Mm-hmm. You know, they can't really do nothing wrong unless there was issues through the delivery, through birth, and, you know, which happens a lot, by the way. So, like, you know, if you pull the head a little too much, you can, you can give a baby scoliosis. That mm-hmm. way, you know, so <laughs> let's be careful. But. Yeah. But um, I, w- I would say that the hips are the most, you know, dangerous part That's for us, at least in this era, because we're used to sitting at home, working, maybe gaming, you know, and us people degenerates. people don't move their hips, they just sit forward all the time, and then they try to open up, and it's so painful, and yeah. <laughs> you ever see people get up out of the chair, and they're like, and yeah. you're like bro, you're like 30, bro, like, what's you going on? You are not old, no exactly. excuses. No, I understand. I'm starting to feel that now, so the reason why I was sick is I got... Um, Salmonella, E. coli, and then Corona. Oh my I goodness. got all that. Okay, a, a triple whammy. <laughs> yes, yeah. Your face says it all when I found out. Um, I I know it was great. I was like, I was sitting there and I was like, I'm good. You know, you know, you know. My girlfriend's mom in the other room. She uh, she has lupus, so you know, she has an autoimmune disease. So we've been super careful. We try. Mm-hmm. We haven't been out. You know, we we take it very serious because she's on that list where she would actually it really hurt be her. very bad. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I took it very serious and I got salmonella because I went to Trader Joe's and I bought, I shouldn't have said that fuck, uh, <laughs> not Trader Joe's. I went to another market <laughs> Some that store. have food, vegan food that I eat <laughs> predominantly. So I had bought, um, truffle chips. And if you know me, I love potatoes. Anybody who knows me says I lo- fries, sweet potatoes, any yes. potato I'm eating. It, I swear to God, give me a bag of chips. I'm scarfing it all. Okay. okay. You're not getting any, no matter what. Okay. <laughs> So I always I have this ritual. I go. I, I don't even care if I'm on a diet, if I'm in a deficit. If I go to a store and I see a bag of chips, I'm getting it and I'm eating all of it before I get home. <laughs> I bought a bag of truffle chips. My truffle. girlfriend had a couple. Oh, so I know. Good. Same. So I give my girl a couple, mm-hmm. and I That's have the whole of the bag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. She's the only one who gets a couple. So I eat the whole bag. That night I break out in a fever. So I have a whoop strap. So it lets me know in the morning. You know, when my heart rate is, you know, it'll let you know if you're getting sick, you know, say your heart rate's going up, you may be getting your immune system shot. So I woke up in a fever and my, it was letting me know, like, my heart rate was out of control. I said, like, what did I eat? I'm in trouble. Next thing you know, I'm in the worst pain of my life. I had E. coli and the strain that I had was, uh, was more, I guess you would say, abdomen. The best way they described it is kind of like having contractions. Oof. 
First of all, fuck all that. Okay, if that's anywhere, I'm sure that does no justice to women when having a baby. But so now you have some sympathy. I've always had sympathy for women, but like that just like really like I'm like no, I don't want to. I'm glad I'm a guy, you know, because I was a baby, man. It was bad. It was yeah. painful, and then the salmonella was the worst. Mm. So you know, then I went to the ER, and because I was going back and forth, back and forth to the ER home giving samples, I caught Corona. Oh my! Because it had to separate me with Corona people because I felt under the the condition of corona so and those they don't you know what no first of all hold on let's talk about something <laughs> they do not take it serious in the hospital because those guys are supposed to wear masks in the hospital and they take it off what? and most of them are homeless they take it off and they nap they won't they won't tell you to put a mask on if you nap and they knew that so they were pretending they were sleeping so they're just coughing out there and there's only one seat sometimes you gotta see where they tell you to see so i sit there and this guy's coughing next to me you know, I feel like the hospital would be so strict on that. You think they would, you know? <laughs> so I got it, and I got it through there, and then I was out. So now, and what took me longer to come back, I could have came back two months ago, right? And this all ties in, trust me. Mm -hmm. So what they gave me was is, listen, we cleared you for E. coli and corona, but we don't know why you still have salmonella. And I was like, oh, that's not good. They're like, we're not supposed to give you antibiotics when you have salmonella, but we didn't know you had salmonella. We thought you had E. coli and you kind of need to have it. So it makes the shedding process longer and we think you have it chronically. I'm like, okay, I don't have the issues internally. So meaning I'm not running to the bathroom all the time or any pain when I eat or anything. That's all good. I'm, trust me, I'm good. Uh, I get that question a lot if you haven't gotten that. Um, but they're like, no, you have inflammation in your joints now. So oh. now I'm sitting here at the age of 26 feeling like I'm 50. Aww. That's why I had to drop down to one day a week because I went from being off my feet for three months and pain in my joints, you know, and me having to sit. You know, there's this weird thing. You shouldn't sit down long, but you kind of have to for mm -hmm. your joints. And then you go to work nine hours straight in. And oh, then, I got lazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now it's bad. They're like, no, you're getting more inflammation in oh, your no. knees. So that's why and I had to drop. you always loved to being, being active in Exactly, general. exactly. So that's I, I went from 100 to zero real quick. Mm -hmm. So that being said is now I'm sitting there and I'm like getting up on my man. I could not fathom people living like that, mm -mm. you know, getting up out of chair in pain with their joints, just sitting there. And that's why yeah. I take that mobility and, you know, flexibility. Very seriously. I'll be and out of it. I know too much. It. Like you have to keep moving your whole life and you can keep doing it till you're, you die when you're in your nineties. If you just keep consistently moving. Exactly. No, without a doubt. And you know, you, everybody's seen that old man at the gym who preaches that, you know, he's sitting there, he's coming in at four o'clock in the morning. No <laughs> exactly. So I've taken a very big, serious, you know, jump you know, I'm telling people, like, listen, you know, try to focus on mobility. And it's not even that. It's like in, in, in the gym, a lot of people are very, like, gym bro head is very real. Like, it's <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. I started off like that. Like, mm -hmm. bro, like, I got to get against fuck stretching. It doesn't matter. Like, no, it matters. Yeah, trust me. Because does. I went a long time without stretching after. Not even really before. It's after, you know. Because okay. believe it or not, stretching before a lift is actually you can do quick st stretches, but you don't want to do complete static stretches because mm -hmm. like I said earlier, stretched it all out. Exactly. There's no more buoyancy that's going to come back. There's no more mm -hmm. bounce back. So you're not, you're actually doing yourself a disservice. So it's mm -hmm. important to stretch after, which I never did. So <laughs> I realized, you know, that's why I know so much about the anatomy and why I took it serious. Cause I developed SI joint issues and all that, which I wanted to ask you, what tools do you use essentially as a dancer that you recommend to your youngins mm -hmm. to use for flexibility, mobility and releasing tight muscles? Yeah. Um, I do a lot of cross training, like using yoga and Pilates to work things differently. Done yoga, never Pilates. Yeah. I heard that is tough. Both very good for you to build strength and flexibility at the same time. A lot of safe ways to get flexibility is to actually do it through getting stronger. Um, so working on not just, you have to do your stretches, of course, 
um, but working on being able to just lift your leg just a little bit higher because that's your muscles like almost like a, a little drawbridge pulling in a little more. I can now I can lift you up. Yeah. Um, instead of just um, diving into big stretches because that teaches your muscles to react by contracting. Oh, that was that was too much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they get tighter and I can see worse. That. Uh, so we do a lot of cross training, um, and then when they're warm, um, we'll we'll do our start in your lunges, do your hamstrings, your quads, and then do your splits. How long does that usually take? Um, this is a warm-up you're, you're explaining? So in their class structure, we have bar and center, and bar is starting from your smaller movements, all like just bending your knees, stretching your feet, um, all the way up to your big... Micro grom- movements, yeah. mm-hmm, All the way up to your big kicks, so your grand bat ma, um, hick- kicking as high as you can. And then after that, we'll do our stretches on the floor, like doing your splits or your hand grabbing your foot and putting it above your head, yeah. those kinds of stretches. Um, and if they need extra things, like I'll work on their hamstrings because everybody tries to skip the front because we have to extend our, our legs all the way in front of you to the side and the back. Jesus Christ, that sounds painful for and me. And nobody likes the front. They all like, go straight to the Cause side. Because the hamstrings are naturally tight, you feel mm-hmm. like? They're just tighter. It's just harder for people to get flexible there. So we do a little bit extra on our I would assume that's probably due to school and sitting at home a lot. Yeah, and so I have them lay on their backs and uh, like put their foot like this on their knee and then hold their hamstring. There you go, yeah. Out. And then also uh, they'll stretch this leg one leg up and hold their like calf or their ankle mm-hmm. and then when you inhale you really push into your hand and when you exhale you bring it in yeah, okay, okay, work okay. on those kinds of things so is this stuff that you've naturally learned and you kind of just pass down on yeah just learned from my own teachers i i i've noticed that usually there is no like you don't really need schooling right to train or to like teach somebody there's no like certificate like it's not like you can't be a nutritionist at, without it without a degree yeah. i mean Certain techniques and schools will require um, certification depending on the kind of curriculum you're Whatever using. you're teaching, exactly. So it's all about the teach, label, right? What yeah, you're if teaching. I was to teach uh, royal ballet training, like RAD, lots of times you have to be um, certified. Um, or you can be certified to teach for ABT school, their specific way of teaching things. It's all similar, but you have slight differences depending on your school. Um, but then other than that, for, for most ballet schools, you just have to show that you've had experience and that, you know, what you're talking about, they'll observe you teaching a little bit, but you don't have to have a degree. Well, I kind of like that. I, I like that mm-hmm. a lot more because I feel like school is a little bit overplayed on certain things. It's, it comes down to, can you do it? Can you, exactly. do you actually know what you're talking about? I mean, about? look at football players, football coaches, <laughs> football coaches are in no shape and they usually don't have the same career as their actual, you know, students that they mm-hmm. training and on the football field. So usually most of you're like, yeah, okay, you don't really need to do the actual physical activity to know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, And then in dance, it's even better because most dance teachers have had that career first or currently. I was going to, I was going to say that. I feel like mm-hmm. in the dance, usually the only way to know dance and to teach it is by actually doing yeah, it. Yeah, because you can't just... I'm only going to be a teacher. Are there you fakes in your it. industry? Uh, I, I don't think you can get away with it. It's pretty obvious. Has there been fakes? I don't know. Not that I've come across. you never seen anybody like this guy or this girl's Sometimes, a little... I feel like it's only in just studios that don't go that far because it just doesn't work. Okay, it's, that is... It's pretty obvious when you don't know what you're talking about. Good, good, good. <laughs> uh, if you can't tell, like, in the martial art world and especially in the lifting world, there's a lot of fakes out there, like mm. a lot. They're just... They, these kids have never stepped on stage and it's really not about stage or they never brought their body to the actual limits and they're like... They're like 19 and they're sitting there and they're like, no, 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 this is what you need to eat. Chicken breast, white rice, and broccoli. It's like, yeah. no... You don't need it. That's an old man way of thinking. Even Arnold doesn't. Even Arnold admit like that is not a good way of thinking. You know. So there's a lot yeah. of fakes in those industries. I'm in. I was just curious, wondering if you have fakes yeah. in your industry. There's always different um, 
different perspectives and sometimes Outliers. people have like outdated methods that other people okay. might be like okay okay i think they they're a little bit stuck in a past generation yeah yeah okay so it's not that they're fake but some people need to they stop understand learning. research it's almost in a way yeah, yeah you have to always be learning like when you teach it teaches me so much it's, it sharpens it your forces blade. me it sharpens to your blade stay on top and without know what doubt. i'm talking about no 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 without a doubt questions and mm-hmm. then you get you know people you have accountability because if you're you put a show out there Lots of people are going to see it, especially and other people in your field are going to see it, and they're going to tell if you're not. Oh, them without correctly. a doubt, exactly. And for my own dancing, people are going to see if I'm not being trained properly. Exactly. So. When time comes, you will be shown mm-hmm. if you're you yeah. are what you say Social you are. Social media is a big part of that too. And very <laughs> not, especially now. You know, everyone's like so on edge of trying to catch everybody off guard, almost <laughs> in a sense. No, that's that's cool to know that you don't. You never want to have that issue because yeah. there's nothing worse being passionate about something that you truly stand by, right? Yeah. And you're just seeing something being tainted on a huge level you know so like especially like i said in a lifting career it's just horrible it's just so bad and you just sit there it's bad no it's for quick money that's all it is like you said and usually they do get caught and then but they they got their money injure a lot of people in the meantime i fell under that that's why i take it very serious because you know youtube is such a great platform but at the time there were so many outliers so like you Mm -hmm. you sit there and you watch and you learn you think you're doing the right thing because this guy says and you kind of see the body that he wants or the gains that he's received and you go for it and you're sitting like no man like you should warm up. No, you should not put 225 pounds on the bar and go straight for it. You should kind of add yeah. a little weight. You should do percentages, you know, and then you're sitting there wondering why your back is tweaked and all that at the age of 20-something. So I've seen a lot of friends go down just at, yeah. at a young age already with that issue. So That's why it's good when you're interested in something, like really research it and delve into it because you're going to hear all these different viewpoints. And that's why that's why when you said teacher. that, exactly, yeah. when you said that you're sitting at home watching for hours, I could not appreciate that even more. That's how you could tell someone's passion. When it's on your mind, 24 yes. 7 this is what i say is when you need to find another hobby to distract yourself from the first hobby that's how you know you're kind of in love with what you're yes. doing you know what i mean so i mean like that's the same way i've kind of fell in love so that's good that you do that because you're always learning you're sharpening mm-hmm. that blade and it helps you when you help someone as well right it teaches you when exactly you, when you can teach it you know you know it <laughs> i'm not a tra- i'm not a personal trainer or anything so i have a couple friends you know growing up they noticed that i was doing very well for myself you know because Little story on me, I was about 200 pounds, you know, I, even shorter than this. This is like, I was, this is before I was 18, I was like 200 pounds, 16. I was, I was a manager at Boston Market, and I'm sitting here and I'm like smoking cigarettes for some fucking reason, you know, like almost a pack in two days. I'm having wow. a hard time breathing. I can't, like, my girlfriend hates me. We've been dating forever, and she just doesn't like it. I'm like, man, I'm 16, I'm fat, I'm short, oh. it looks worse. I'm smoking <laughs> cigarettes, I'm eating out four times a day because I'm making manager pay, but living with my parents, you know, so. I, I just cut it all out. I went good, and I changed my whole life for that. But I trained people along the way, not like I'm a personal trainer. Like, if you want the same results, I can kind of help you out, mm-hmm. but you won't fall into this shit show that I fell mm-hmm. into in that way. And then I realized, whoa, this helps me. Like, yes. when I'm training somebody else, yeah. and I'm sitting here, and I'm, like, teaching them, I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. Exactly. Or I'll see that they'll even teach me something new sometimes. Uh-huh. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, Wow. I guess that is true. I guess some people are like that. You are the exception. You come across different kinds of people and it forces you to learn like, oh, this body has to work this way. Exactly. So you're you're not just helping someone else. Mm-hmm. You're helping yourself. Yes. And that's and anything you do, you want to help other people because mm-hmm. it helps you. It's a selfish and not selfish thing at the same circle. time. It's just exactly. a circle. It's just a giving thing. Giving and so receiving. It's all it is. So exactly. It helps you in the end and it also helps them. Yes. Gives you a good conscience on yourself in a way as well. You're like, man, I'm giving I'm back giving to this back, thing. But it always comes back to you exactly well. no have you have you ever ran into somebody who just like didn't 
believe what you were like saying in a way. Um, well, not maybe not believe, but question your kind of like, hmm, what are you talking about? Exactly. Um, I think I can't think of anything right now because I come in prepared for my classes. I some people like to teach just they're so experienced they just off the top of their brain they'll come up with a combination and they'll do it um and i do that a good amount but i like to um before i teach just come up with a basic outline in my class kind of know what combinations i'm going to teach and why i'm teaching them so if people have questions i already have an answer ready about why this works how the body works for this and why it's necessary so and then they'll try it out and be like oh okay yeah i see that so i haven't really had any really you know, heat for that. <laughs> no, man. I'm just, yeah. I'm always comparing my world to other people's worlds. Yeah. I like to figure that out because I, I see your industry as a, I feel like it's cherished almost like your industry you're in. I feel like there's such a high reputation for people yeah. to really look at it and they cherish it a lot because I feel like you guys get a lot of heat from other outside viewers. Yeah. So like, oh, ballet, what is that? Like, oh, that, yeah, oh my God, it's such a woman's sport. And then like, you know, you hear <laughs> a guy goes in there. <laughs> exactly. And like the guys will go in there and they'll be like, no, this shit's hard. You know, mm-hmm. As you know, I mean, we all start off ignorant at some point, oh, you know, yeah. so I feel like you guys take because you're so small in a way compared to others, mm-hmm. you know, even though you are growing, that I feel like you guys take it very seriously yes. when people are talking about you and your mm-hmm. sport that you do. It's very personal. <laughs> exactly. Because I feel yeah. like it, it's just, it's, I don't know, maybe it's just where we live. Maybe, you know, like mm-hmm. the U.S. in general. Maybe it's not like a culture. Maybe yeah. it's more of its culture thing, you know. Because yeah. you said London and I feel like that would be in more. Europe and- that's an uncomfy seat, isn't it? <laughs> I, I, trust me, you can tell me the truth of it is. It's okay. <laughs> oh yeah, it's horrible. I'm sorry. I, I let me ask. How do you guys know each other? Uh, we've been friends for a while now. We met at a for church. those who can't see. She brought a friend. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> we have an audience. Uh, we met at a church we both used to go to when we lived further north. And uh, I met her brother one day, and he said, "Oh, I'm gonna introduce you to my sister." And that day on, we've just been really good friends. So. Yeah, she's, she's my That's best for life. Friend. So yeah. you don't, you guys, I thought, I don't know if you guys were in the same uh, industry. Like, nope. If you guys met there. Don't, <laughs> she, the way she left, she's like, me, no, never, no. But no, 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 not a chance. She's heard me talk about it so much. She has she a talk about it a lot. She talks about it a lot. That's all we she were, does. I feel like we were just talking about it this morning. You're like, oh, that confirms. I will not dance. Like, what were we saying? <laughs> we were, oh, yes. I sent her a video of me doing contemporary earlier this week. I What's said, contemporary? It's a... Sorry kind of, if you explain it and I don't remember. It's style of dance. Uh, it's kind of a mix between ballet and modern. It's more relaxed ballet, so it's not so strict technique. You okay. can move more parallel and okay. more grounded. Looser for you. Mm-hmm. Is that more yep. freedom in a way for you to express it's, yourself yeah, in a way? Yeah, it's a little bit more freedom. It's not so structured. Okay, all right. Because um, you can definitely have artistry and freedom within ballet, but you can really express a lot. Well, if anything, easily. that sounds like you would kind of want to do that then, right? Because, you know, it's not so structured. Well, like. I was telling her, I showed her this little video of me doing contemporary. I said, this is a very basic combination it was you know very simple but it was really fun she's like if that was simple oh i see where this headed now i get it you're like wait a minute i definitely can't do this now okay that but makes it's sense it's just like a a language you just have to hear it a few times and be in it and it starts to click okay so it's not like oh i could never do it, it just looks complicated of course it does because you're on the outside of it i used to be like that too when i first started ballet i'd be stressed out watching everybody copying them i had no idea what was going on <laughs> do you feel like uh you've grown like do is there a is there a potential max out? Like is uh, there is there a max no. you can hit? No, you feel like there isn't. It, teachers always remind you like ballet is no one can be perfect and ballet is the search 
for perfection. So no matter how good you are, there's always something more you can I like that. bring to it and get out of it and change, you know? So Well, age eventually, I feel like age does hit yeah, you at some point. There, with, you know, yeah, time with, always gets us in a way. Unfortunately, I'm yeah. yeah. With um, modern um, advances, like what we know about our bodies now and how we can uh, cross-train and what's good for your joints and all this kind of stuff. Careers last a lot longer than exactly. they used to. Exactly. Don't you kind of feel bad in a way? Like you kind of got it good almost. You're I'm like, happy. I'm lucky. Yeah. I know. I people. think the same thing. I'm like, like I said, I feel bad. Like when I see like, I mean, my mom was in bad, but like my, my adopted father, he was, he's got metal rods in his back and stuff. And like, he didn't, no one went and told him what yeah, he could have done to so prevent the all issues. The natural ways Ex- we can exactly. Feel. And I'm saying, you know, now what we're exposed to now and the learning we do, there's there's so, so much to us. I said that my, I feel bad for the previous generation. Yeah. You know, you see all these older people walking in our current employers area. <laughs> Second time I did this well. All right, great. So um, they walk in and they they're just you're like, man, that that looks horrible. Like, and you're just sitting there. Like, Only if you knew what we know, you would be able to walk. <sighs> Yeah. Like you're in your 40s instead of your 70s. You know what I'm I saying? I definitely feel like, very lucky to If be. I could just go back in time and give an old person or just like a middle-aged person before they're old, like a <laughs> Tim Tam, like a Theragun, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. And be able to give them that. Well, by the way, have you ever used one? Those little like... Yeah? Used, yeah, I've used them a couple times. Not a lot. I, I have, need to own one. I'll show you. It's what I use every day. Oh, you're so lucky you have one of those. Uh, the best investment. Best, <laughs> uh, first of all, expense of $400, okay? That's why I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> they make other smaller ones though, but this is the best because um, it's made by Tim Tam. He's a, a former jujitsu practitioner. He's a Gracie, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, no wait, no, he's is he a Gracie? Damn, sorry. <laughs> um, but he's very reputable, and he made mm-hmm. this uh, for people um, that have issues in uh, jujitsu or you know uh-huh. any kind of martial art because, like you said, like you know there are muscular things you need to train. You know, isolate. You know, release and tension. That yeah. way you can get that extra mobility. You mm-hmm. know, that we can lift your leg up in a way where you can. I know it's going to sound weird, but lift your leg up in a way where you can put it around another man's neck and choke him to death in yes. a way, you know? <laughs> so there's that. But this thing is amazing. You should get one. I'm being serious. So yeah. um, there's three levels. I should invest in that. Yeah, it, no, trust me. It is a game. So you should know of all people that lacrosse balls, right? Or I use it every day. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But they take time. Mm-hmm. You know, they take a little bit of time, and especially if you're tight, if you miss maybe a couple really days, a there. spot, exactly. It could take time. And sometimes mm-hmm. we don't have that time. Sometimes, you know, you miss breakfast because of it. Mm-hmm. I think the battery's dead on us. It is. Um, <laughs> I haven't used it in a while, if you can't tell. Um, but um, that has three levels to it. It's all about speed. And there's a heated tip. So what it does is it actually goes up to I forgot the 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 degree it goes up to but it warms up the muscle as it's That's awesome. hitting so, so it kind of really warms up there and there is this one uh, attachment it's, it's for TMI or TMJ um, too much info huh? um, you put it on and it vibrates it doesn't really go forward it just mm-hmm. vibrates to loosen up the time exactly nice. especially for me like my jaw's all fucked up like it's just like huh. it's out of place I get bad TMJ it lo- like you ever woke up in the morning and yawn and your jaw just your yawn uh, oh, yeah. your yawn's just stuck. For like a minute, like I've literally sat there. Like my girlfriend oh, has funny. turned around and seen my like me just like, uh, and I'm like trying to get it back in there. It's horrible, <laughs> scary thing in the world. Aww. But invest in it. I'm telling you. But if I could just give that to somebody, like I even did that to my mom, and she loved it. You know. Mm-hmm. So what we have to prevent a lot of these, you know, to preserve our youth essentially mm-hmm. is a lot better. You know. So I yes. feel like we're seeing we're a lot. Very fortunate. We're seeing a lot more longevity in our sports mm-hmm. essentially. You know. Yeah, and careers are definitely lasting a good decade longer. You think so because mm-hmm. of it? You know, you can see it coming in yes. a way. Like, how long do you do you see yourself like? You're, you're going to give me the answer. Like, I, let me cut you off. You're, you're going to give the answer forever. 
in a way. Well, I'm going to go till I'm forever. Of course, yes. I, you know, there are. But definitely in your prime, in your in best my days, prime where I could be paid to do it. Yeah. Um, I would see myself at least into my late 30s. That's early good. 40s. That's a really good age. Yeah. That's a that's longer than most sports. That's really yeah. good. There's some, you know, world renowned dancers who don't haven't retired till their early 40s. What do they usually do after though? Um, they usually become directors or um, teachers. Um, choreographers. Do you feel like you want to go that route? I mean, since I already teach, that would be very natural just to... Fall into that? Can Just consistently always teach, yeah. Is, that, is, that what it, is there like a main goal you kind of have, or are you just playing it by the ocean? Like, I'm always what comes? open to what comes up, but my, That's a good my way to vision right now, yeah, is to dance professionally and teach consistently, but make dancing my number one priority as long as I can, depending on what life circumstances come up. But then when that's not you know, that easy to do anymore than just focus on teaching. On oh, teaching. Maybe in that time in my life, I'll take on more of a leadership role in the company as well. That's good. And so you do have a set goal kind of in mm-hmm, a way that yeah. you definitely want to make this a career in a way. Yes. And your parents know about this and all that mm-hmm. stuff and they're oh, like supportive they're with it. Completely. They good. love it. Yeah. They do, do they really? Yeah. And I, you know, I, I make my living doing it, so it works. That's <laughs> just, good. Sometimes it's, you know, a lot more effort to make sure you have things lined up, but it's worth it. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, life. you're happy, right? Yeah. I feel so happy doing it every day. I, I don't feel drained. It makes you feel better. It's different when you work for something you don't like, like our employer, right? So where you go, right? And <laughs> you're you sit like, there okay, and you're just dreading it. Time. <laughs> yeah. And you're sitting there for 10 hours a day and you're just sitting there like, why am I here? <laughs> what? Well, I don't want to be doing this, but you're getting more money almost sometimes. And you're sitting there depending how long you've been with a company, mm-hmm. but I make a lot more money there than I do here. Let's put it like that. So, uh-huh. you know, I'm sitting there out of the whole entire time I was sick, you know, out of my mind, just horrible in pain. I had more mental enjoyment than I ever do at that place. Yeah. And I was like, this this is like, that's why it was a blessing to me. I was like, because I knew I wanted to leave at some point, right? I knew it was there, mm-hmm. but this kind of like, wait, I just paid rent for three months without work. Yeah. Why am I there for yeah. rent? You have to live your life. Exactly. You can't wait till you're retired. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I, you know, I bit the bullet, did all that. And, you know, I could see why, you know, you know, if something gives you enjoyment, even if it takes a little bit more money to make sure there is, or a little bit more time to get the money, mm-hmm. you know, and this one, it takes a it. lot more effort to get there. But in the end, I mean, obviously with our employer, you can do lots of options, but I make much more money doing what I love. That's um, good. The only downside is that things like COVID showed me, it's a lot more susceptible to falling apart in the meat. Exactly. Like that and, you know, just, you know, not saying I'm like the best person for financial advice, but mm-hmm. always have, second income or third income mm-hmm. you know so like exactly. for me you know it's gaming streaming you know you know if people enjoy what they want they branch me out the podcast clothing brand everything that gets tied in together mm-hmm. you know if one gets shot out there's always something to kind of there even yeah. real estate well, with my mom you know which yeah, yeah i'm sitting there exactly kind of so things. just in case i because that did show a lot of people like kind of replaceable you really don't matter and the government really doesn't <laughs> care about you at the end of the day almost essentially how long did it take us to get like those you know checks you know those you know so uh what were they called uh oh oh stimulus checks. stimulus checks you know it took us a while you know we're, we're not even that bad here you know yeah. we weren't that bad so, you know uh, i mean i couldn't imagine any other places so you know i i would have advised you maybe to even go like you know i know you have an instagram but you ever like had a tiktok or anything like that i've not started that it is okay so let me explain horrible absolutely horrible it's sucker it's so not just in that, that on the information they receive from you it is the oh. most engineered app out there where you they just know everything about Oof. you it, but but i feel like 
People the receive following so quickly that, well, on it, it. it. People want to make money on TikTok. That's not the thing you want. What you want on TikTok is to gain the following mm-hmm. and then pull that to your actual main revenue. Yeah. So, hey, guys, this is where I, like, for me, like, this is where I throw the best clips I have, throw them on TikTok, the podcast moments, throw them on TikTok. This is my link. Go to yeah, them. And true. then you'll... you'll so, like, do, a way of advertising. Exactly. Yourself. That's your best way to do it, you mm-hmm. know. And some people have made... A whole entire career just by making one video, one comedy sketch, you know, because I know I'm you could you could blow up in there. And I, be, I only say that because I have randomly just gone through TikTok in the for you page. And I'm like, I have no idea what this guy's doing, but let me learn about it. I uh-huh. hit it and I'm next, you know, I'm following him on TikTok. Instagram uh-huh. and social media, all platforms. Exactly. I'm sitting there. Next, you know, I'm buying a fucking T-shirt from this guy. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, here, this is a great place for you to advertise. So, so I, true. I mean, you have a great opportunity to do that because I like, I mean, like we just discussed, like your art is so like, I feel like it's like in the dark almost. It's still making still, its way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe mm-hmm. not over in you know in other places, but here it's really, really. Yeah, know. the U.S. is not quite as. Well, yeah, no one, on dance It's and funny. Arts. Because, <laughs> it's funny just to explain on that is. I used to, my other job, you know, I, I did valet, valet, you, valet, okay, which I'm coming into right now. Oh, you're a valet? Exactly. Oh, and I'm like, no, that's Vashi. What? Am I, they're like, she does valet? And I'm like, yeah, you didn't know? And they're like, no. I'm like, do you not see her standing at the end of the aisle? Just, you know? And they're like, no, I just thought she was weird. And I'm like, <laughs> rude. I know, but I mean, like, I just. One person, when they found out, they're like, oh, that's why you walk outside of yourself like that. I'm like. Outside, that's one way to describe it turned out. Yeah. I mean, you do. I mean, have you naturally walked like that, or is that like? I think that's. I think dance. naturally, that's how you are. Right? Maybe I don't even remember. I can't see you. I can't see anybody forcing themselves to be that mobile and walk like that every day. I, you would know if it wasn't yeah. supposed. You be, you would have pain. So I think you're naturally just supposed to be like that in a way. Yeah. But it's funny because every time I said I worked valet, they say ballet, and then uh-huh. I have to correct them. I'm like, no, that's her right over there, and they never know. And they're like, oh, that makes sense, you know. That's and funny. And they're like, well, what is? She? And then they always ask me like. I like I know, and may, now I kind of know more, so I can explain. Yeah, but don't ask me about it. They'll be like, you know, because you see everyone kind of like I'm a little bit more social over there with the people I'm comfortable with uh-huh. at our work. So you know, and they'll be like, well, where? How long should be doing them? I, I, <laughs> they should just ask me. I don't know. She works in your department. Why don't you just ask her? She's yeah. so quiet. And I'm like, what? I'm like, Be quiet. <laughs> That's funny. She's not quiet. No. <laughs> Did she talk on the whole car right here? I talk a lot. Good, good. No, no, it's funny. We, we are evenly chatty. Are you? You're evenly chatty? No, my girlfriend's the chattiest on car rides. I, I have a horrible habit of just being quiet in a car. Like, uh. I, I don't know. Like, I blame it on my mom. When I was growing up, she made me. I apparently couldn't sleep as a baby. This is kind of like your diaper story. She, I couldn't sleep, so she would just throw me in the car seat and just drive around Aww. exactly three times around the block. So and I pause like, it. oh, driving time. So if it's driving, I don't want talking. I am passing out. Oh, if we go funny. more than seven, I time myself. More than seven minutes, I am out. I am falling asleep. Road trips, not a problem. I'm out. You're not, you're not going to hear me for a, however long we're in the car wow. for. So my girlfriend's just, you know, talking. I'm like, no, babe, I don't want to hear this. She's got to listen to something. She gets mad for sure, definitely. <laughs> but now that people, you know, now that I've had this conversation, you know, uh, I can definitely, because you're talked about a lot. I don't know if you know that, like, in our store. No. In a way, because, like, because I'm like, I see myself, like, everyone comes to me, like, I don't know if you know Dan left. 
You know, I noticed that. I saw they switched it out. Yeah, yeah. He he got transferred to another store. Oh, yeah. I mean, it happens. That's part of that. Job. It's you don't so get, sudden. Yeah, it's that day. You get the call. You if you're I lucky, you'll get a week. I don't get to say bye. <laughs> well, he loved it because he hates saying bye. Oh, okay. So he was out. He didn't say goodbye to anyone. Not even Tom. Not even Tom. Tom got so mad. But uh, you know, um, everyone's like, "Yo, where Dan go? Where did?" And they always come up and they're like, "Were you just talking to that girl in bakery?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah I was." And we're like, what was going on? I'm like, she's a nice person. Like, <laughs> you guys should talk and try to figure you out people. You should come talk to me. I mean, a lot the of people. The bakery's so lonely. <laughs> it's, first of all, it's horrible. Okay? It's like its own little world. I feel bad for you guys. I mean, I I, I like it. That's why I'm back No, here, you like Michelle probably, right? <laughs> Michelle's, Michelle's awesome. She's a little gremlin. Just call her a gremlin, okay? <laughs> so it's funny. But, you know. I hope that I can, you know, throw this at them, you know, that way they can figure you out a little more. Because I don't know yeah. why, but people are, like, afraid to talk to you almost in a way. Maybe it's because you are. I think you are a little quiet. A little. A little. That's so funny because I don't perceive myself as quiet. Well, I think you, you're looking at yourself in the way of what you are around friends and people who I you're comfortable. Because so. I think everyone's a little bit more of an introvert before yeah. they get comfortable with somebody. And when I'm at work, I'm also just very, I have my to-do list in my head. So I'm just walking around getting that done. Really? I'm not thinking about stopping around and... Yeah, talking. yeah, not like me. I'm a fucking degenerate. I love talking to people, <laughs> but I guess I just don't think about it unless they talk to me. And I'll I, say hi when I pass by. No, but I I'm keep going, and I mean it. Like I've sat there and I'm like, how do people not know what you do when they're in your department? You know, that's why. Like, I'll sit there and I'm like, wow, this is fascinating. Nobody wants to talk, you know, and that's kind of like why I want to do podcasts because these long conversations aren't done anymore. Like, yeah. people cannot sit down. Like, I can talk to somebody and I can see their like just their attention span just go. Oh, no, and I, just I love getting in-depth conversations. Do you really? If someone works in my department, because my department, I work alone, so I'm just used to getting everything done by myself. But if someone works with me, I'll definitely love to talk to them the whole time. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's why I like my department work, because I'm like in between everybody. Yeah. So I kind of chit-chat with everybody. I figure out, and that's, that's nice. most of the people I've talked to is from work, and I love it. Like, um, what's that one woman that works in your dep- uh, in customer service? Um, she just moved from Africa. She's actually supposed to hop on a podcast as well when oh. she's able to. I want to make sure she's 18, though, before, just for oh. legal reasons. Yeah. Um, I you, met her briefly, like, before I switched. She's so sweet. First of all, one most amazing girl I've ever met because yeah. she, the joy she ha- got to moving here from Africa. Yeah. You know what the first thing she told me? Because I, I generally ask her, like, so what do you like about here? Do you like it? And she goes, oh, I love it. And I'm like, I'm like, well, what do you love so much? She goes, um, not having to worry about someone coming in and taking everything that I that I own. Oh, and I'm like, oh, so you're from that part? Poor Got thing. it. Because yeah. you know, you know, we have the stigma of Africa, and but, but there's good parts in mm-hmm. Africa, you know. But she was in those bad parts, you know. Mm. So when she said that, I was like, I need you in my podcast room right now because I want to hear everything you went through. Yeah. You know, but, you know, she's 17 and, you know, she just moved here. I want to give her time until she's 18. That way, you know, she can say what she wants to say because until then she's under her parents restrictions you know yeah. but she has a lot of good things to say that's what i'm saying that's in people don't because people don't conversate they don't get that ability to figure out about someone everybody like, has such amazing stories like it's it's awesome I, I can tell you so much about the people that work in your department because i generally ask everybody anything you I know love that. like um what was that one girl who works oh, what's her name how, oh no um page was friends with how you know Paige. i just talked to Paige today that's so funny what how'd you well you i stopped meet? by because the muffins are buy one get one. So you I went to back by. to work. Oh God, I'm gonna throw up. I had to get them. <laughs> no, the uh, muffins. Yes. No. <laughs> so you saw? Was she working in uh, customer service? Yeah. Because she has worked bakery. I don't know. If she was over there. Paige did. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, she. I've only seen her as a cashier. Really? Uh-huh. Okay. She's been there for a long time. Yeah, she's been there a minute. She was friends with Hal. I don't know if you remember Hal. Mm-hmm. He was the ball guy that worked in my department. Um, oh. He was a unique person. Um, <laughs> he's kind of like the reason. 
why like it took me so long to get this podcast rolling for a while huh. because there was a lot of things said that were very like legally that's why i had to dive in in this legal stuff like because you know to stream and to record and to put on a an, on a on a website that doesn't fully own your rights for free because this mm-hmm. is all free right mm-hmm. i don't have to pay anybody i don't have to pay to put my stuff out there it's all free but there is a nothing's ever fully free so they do own some rights to your podcast mm-hmm. you know either they own all of it or they own some of it mm-hmm. or they own what you say and i'm not okay with that like i want to say what i want to say and i want to talk to you mm-hmm. and i want you to say what you want to say without any worry of like oh am i gonna you know as long as it's not racist or anything like that (laughs) but um there were things that he had said and he had emailed me and sent me for like the podcast and i'm sitting there like oh my god like i'm getting so much like like restraint on this because Mm -hmm. he was a he's a researcher i don't know how true that is because there was this weird moment where i'm like are you though Mm -hmm. i feel like you're an outlier (laughs) right now because he was sending me weird things he was like i'm the best research out researcher out there i only picked this job here because you know my industry is just so toxic which he is right that kind of industry of like reporting news and just Mm -hmm. like that industry is just so like it's so fabricated it's very fake you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so um he was just telling me and at the time i wanted him so bad because he was on the i I thought and he might on the cutting edge of corona you know he was like no 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 corona's fake and like i was like if you say something like that to me i'm gonna pick your brain i want to know why you think that and maybe you might be able to persuade me there's no that you don't automatically assume anything no 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 no. hear what people no exactly and that's why i love it i there's nothing more just nothing pisses me off more than when i'm trying to explain to somebody and they're like no that's not true and i'm like well how do you know you didn't get to hear me out you know heard their side exactly and you know exactly and i and i actually credit that to just me growing around women my whole life like i never really had a father figure so women all around my life they make you listen like (laughs) all the time like you know they just sit there like no listen like my mom would just smack me in the head if i interrupted (laughs) her or if i just didn't listen so exactly just being able to listen to people Mm -hmm. gave me the ability to be open to a lot of things you know i mean that's why i went vegan you know i went vegan because i was like well why do you not eat meat and mm-hmm. then you know and i was eating crazy exactly i was <laughs> eating chicken breast rice every day you know meat all the way meat for protein meat for gains you know but you know back back on topic is you know that's what took me forever you know i had to switch platforms because i realized and thank god how did that because i wouldn't have known that that website owned the rights to my i didn't mm. know because who reads the terms and conditions all the way you <laughs> it's know too much it's way too much <laughs> and they don't know what they're doing okay i don't want to hear it but i i sat there and i was like okay let me figure another platform out and then i found anchor which is owned by spotify mm-hmm. and they're like listen we say we own your rights but the only thing we own is the ability to distribute it to our platform spotify you own everything i was like perfect let me roll off that and then youtube is its own little weird role where you gotta watch what you say so like i'm gonna have to put centers on for the corona part that i just said in this part <laughs> you know because it has it has to do with the uh pandemic but yeah you know that's why you know i you're actually the first i think on youtube the wow. first I, everything has Privileged. been on twitch everything's been on <laughs> anything else i've done but YouTube is the first one I was like, because I promise you, I was like, I have my barber. He's an award-winning barber. He's the best, like, barber there I is out there. I've talk about him, yeah. You know, I, there's anybody who's passionate about the craft like you, I want to hear. Yeah. Because I'm going to learn so much from you, and I want to. So when he, and I don't know, I mean, depending on the hairstyle you have, you know, it's mostly women, but there are women who do get fades. 
and all these other things, you know. So they go to a barber. You looked at her. Did she get fades? <laughs> She's done lots of cool things with her hair. Okay, cool. So, you know, it's not just a man thing. It's literally, like, it's predominantly with men. I understand. But there's women who I see going to barber shop and they get, like, let me get a skin fade. Let me get this, you know. And there's something special about having a barber, you know, that you don't have to talk to. You just go in. He edges you up. And he's consistent. And you see the trophies in the background. And you're paying him, like, $70 for a haircut. And you're getting the worth out of it, though. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to so- talk. Because there's this stigma with barbers, like you know how many times all the guys at our at our uh, employer goes, "Where'd you get your haircut?" Like Matt, mm-hmm. like Matt, Dan's brother. Yeah. Where'd you get your haircut? Oh, I got it from here. How much does it cost? At minimum forty. Not nah, too much. How much you pay? Five dollars. I'm like, well, that's why I got a five fucking dollar haircut. Uh-huh. Like, trust me, <laughs> that's why you, you got for. that. So you know, that's why I try to shed light on these smaller, like you know, darkened arts. And I you wish. teach people um, how to what you're worth. Um, like someone reached out to me recently, asked me to perform for their wedding it, along with a Whoa, few of my colleagues. Whoa, perform for a wedding? Yeah, I've done that before. That's it's, a thing? Mm-hmm. I've flown to Texas to perform That's for people's wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I've really? Done, mm-hmm. People ask uh, for contemporary, um, ballet, any kind of, it's usually like a contemporary ballet they're looking for, right, not just um, like a classical now, variation. Okay, I have so many questions. I'm going to go off this. Okay, so, <laughs> oh man, here, all right, so I'm a little... I like to be funny, so if I say stupid shit, forgive me. But the people who request that, are they like, are they rich? That's I feel like that's a rich kind of thing. I feel like that's a rich thing to do. Like, what do you want for a wedding? I want a ballet dancer. You know, like, I feel like. I've done it for friends who aren't, but I'm their friends, so. Yeah. Um, But people, complete strangers. Just say it. It is, it is. I I knew it. I fucking knew it. Um, But yeah, so, but they don't know how to value dancers sometimes. So. You know, you have, we have different ways that we block down our prices. So choreography is one thing in and of itself. Sometimes someone's whole job is just to be a choreographer. So when you create a dance, you charge for the choreography. But then you also charge for the time it took you to make it. And then you have the time to make it and rehearse it. So you have your time spent, the finished product. And then you have your time at the actual wedding. So you're there several hours. And then we have to come up with our costume either buy it ourselves or make it um, oh, this is amazing yeah and then i didn't know this was a part of it and i was like and i was kind of deep into that part yeah because we did competitions in hip-hop and i got a like i told you before i got a free ride on that so i got to wow. see some of that inner inner workings boys of like get free rides. It, it is <laughs> but it's a thing right you boys tend to get free rides because in that because it, it's so rare right <laughs> yeah. like no no no, you don't, you don't have to pay us just, <laughs> just please, please come, come. <laughs> exactly i got that vibe real quick like, yeah. I, got, I got traveled out to orlando for a competition right it was all women it was three guys all three of us were from high school right we mm-hmm. all went to high school and the woman who owned the dance studio sold my mom the original house that we first oh. moved in so we kind of like knew each other yeah she's like no just come with us i'm like i don't i'm like 15 i don't have a car <laughs> i don't have money to pay for no hotels no. on me Food's on me. You don't have to pay a dime. And I was like, oh, this is an industry that you kind of need guys in yes, desperately, you know? you need guys. And I saw that, but I didn't know you guys charge for the, I mean, it would make sense to have the choreography because mm-hmm. I saw them make choreography. And, you yeah. know, at some point, like, you know. Sometimes we, you can sell your choreography or like. Well, why Sell your choreography. You can give the rights over to it. So it's like a work of art, you know, when you really? choreograph something. Sometimes you can be like, okay, this is my work. I have the rights to it, but I can you know, let other people use it or I can give over the rights. So what happens if you don't and Um, you see somebody doing it? Then you could, you know, have some, is anything really done though? I I haven't seen that happen though. So I, I haven't, I feel like if it has happened, nobody really can just, all right, I didn't think they would do it, but they did it. Um, 
on probably someone like my scale, it wouldn't be worth. Yeah. Um, but on big scales, where it's like George Balanchine's uh, company, New York City Ballet, all their stuff is very copyrighted. So if you get caught using it, you are in huge trouble. You will be going really? to jail. And, and I'm assuming, like, even if you record yourself and probably putting it on YouTube doing it, you might get in a little trouble. Maybe just, maybe not financially, but you'll probably if get you're the video taken down. If you're making money off of it. That's what I'm stuff, saying, like, through probably. ads or something. Yeah, I could see that going There's on. There's some choreography that's just general, like, classical music anybody yeah. can use it and yeah. then some of it that's copyright it makes sense though because i mean like i'm so amateur like when i talk about myself and dancing don't take it to like any scale of like oh he's got credibility but like <laughs> just to like make hip-hop choreography with my friends and just mm-hmm. it, it, it's kind of hard you know yeah it's, and it's, it's not really, at first it may not be hard because mm-hmm. you really have you're just making something up really but when yeah. you made up so many choreographies you can yeah. kind of distinct oh i did that before yeah. I kind of want to be different. And I, when you're really proficient in what you do, you know how to make it above the average grade. You can make it really good. You know yeah. what you're doing. You have People have to understand they're paying you for your years of experience of making this above grade. Like not just, oh, I just made it this little combo. No, this is something that's really nice. But this is, this is your artwork and then all your time that you spend and then your, your commute there, all these things if you're going to do outside gigs. So they have to pay you for that. And this would have been, you know, many hours of work. And that, so we were, our deal was, you know, 500 per dancer for this gig. Okay, yeah. Uh, but she's like, I can get some college dancers to do this for $100. Uh, and it turns out she didn't know she was talking to my friend, someone I knew. Uh, so my friend asked me, oh, this girl asked me to You're like, Wait a be minute. at her wedding. I'm like, hmm, this sounds familiar. She's like, do you want to do it with me? And I would be losing money taking it at a hundred dollars. So you, you, I turned, like, I had to turn it down. I, well, that's not just losing money. I would assume you're just sitting here like, that's like me being not honest with who I am and what I value myself yeah, as. You're, you're not teaching people how to value your art form. Exactly. Did you explain to her like what I had did, happened? But I'm sure you weren't upset. Like, no, you know, she no. get money. If she was she happy kind of doing it. it exactly. Like, Good for you. You go do it. Exactly. Um, and she's in a different phase of life. But than I me. hope she's she understands, a, though, that where you're coming from, because yeah. you, you shot it down, obviously. And I would yes. assume you would because you have value in what you offered her. You're not going to yes. go back on that. Exactly. Did she understand? Where I you think she did. And you, you think she did? I, she she does understand. Okay. Um, but I hope that, you know, over time, she, when she's out in the professional world, she'll be like, oh, I'm not going to sell myself short either. Uh, exactly. So that's, that's a great way of putting it. Selling your stuff short. Exactly. Uh-huh. I was going to ask you. You kind of already answered it. It was like, did you get anybody to try to lowball you who didn't think your value was what you said it was? Yeah. And so I just. And I, I'd be losing my own working hours um, yeah. taking that job, but I, for a hundred dollars <laughs> for many hours of work. Uh-uh. This is this see this is I the biggest <laughs> issue. This is the biggest. So anything I ever explore or want to hire anybody, like for video editors, for example, when I'm doing gameplay or if I'm doing if I want something edited mm-hmm. for me at the gym or to advertise something, I ask. And luckily, and I'm so happy those kids that I grew up dancing with found another hobby and it's video editing, and I go to them. But I didn't. I want to treat my friends and I want to support them as much as I can. Mm-hmm. So I always try to know what I'm asking. But before I ask it, I dive into what they're doing. So I know the value yeah, and what it takes. Exactly. Because the worst thing I want to do is disrespect them, you mm-hmm. know, and, and make I them feel like that. I'm, you know, it, that's no fair. How would I like if somebody went up to me, right? Yeah. And because sometimes you're, you can be good at your job and do it quickly. Like, and people are going to go, oh, that's easy. You know, it only took you five minutes to choreograph. Like, you don't understand the what year of what I had that. to learn to go through exactly. that. And that's and that's just with any art form or any like any uh, career. Really. Exactly. That yeah. especially and it's something like you and your profession where there's no, you know, like 
light shed on the background process because mm-hmm. you know i'm sure you could you have this conversation this project, with people and yeah. no one would know that to you for you to get to this five minute choreography that you made up on the spot took years of practice for you to even be able to do that yeah, you know exactly and that took time and mm-hmm. effort and i'm sure you can make up choreography probably faster than you know most of your peers or anybody else you know that who doesn't train as much as mm-hmm. you I would say so and that takes time no matter mm-hmm. what yeah because i've that time that i'm not using now is time that i spent earlier learning that exactly ability. and like yeah. you know even you sitting down at a dinner table where you sh- maybe you should have been like talking to like a friend that was in your room or like or <laughs> but you're so deep into watching you know you're in learning you know <laughs> that's you know when you're so involved and in love it affects everybody around you in a way and i'm mm. sure you've kind of noticed i'm sure you've turned down certain like family events maybe to <laughs> practice or anything like that i don't know if you've I done mean, that sometimes i have to for rehearsals exactly. i can't go to as many things as i'd like to but it is important to have your balance for sure i don't think see that's that's where i may i don't think there is balance in anything that's my perspective. That is that's true. You can't be 50-50 at all times Never. in Never, but there, you can get fair. I think that's what we're all mm-hmm. trying to say. There is a fair. Sometimes fairity. you focus more on family and friends, and sometimes it has exactly. to be more about your career. And exactly. that's the balance, Ex- not exactly. necessarily a 50-50 Exactly, and it's self-awareness, being like, yes. okay, so my family or like even my personal relationship is suffering right now. So because I'm so invested, maybe... Let me, get, let me get a break. Let me take this day off. Let me go. Let me go you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. What's more appropriate for me to focus on today? Exactly. But then yeah. there's times when you're on the come up, you got to like give all the Crunch time. Crunch time. In you got to do it. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I'm, did you ever have to do that in a way? Like, did you feel like there was cut friends off maybe, cut distractions um, in a way? I think it's prevented me from getting out, making, meeting people outside of it sometimes. Like, just because you're so involved in dance, your whole world is just the people you know at your studio. So it's a lot harder to make those connections with people outside of it. Mm. Um, so that's partially why I like coming to where we work. Cause I'm like, Oh, other people I get to talk to. Oh, this is nice. That's great. I love seeing you guys. That, I have the same way as well. That's you know? actually the main reason I still work there because I love seeing. These it's people. great. That's <laughs> like, I was explaining to somebody like our, our, our current employee, like we get to see a lot of people and mm-hmm. unique people, you know, even just customers, yeah. you know, oh, like, yeah. I just explained there was a girl who just moved from Africa yeah. who just had her whole like family just robbed and just like, you know, just ho- horribly done and literally quite literally a hut she lived in like quite yeah. literally. And, I met her at like St. Pete, which is fine. I can say that St. Pete, um, <laughs> where all people like I met a girl from Africa in St. Pete. I know people from all over the world. It's amazing. It's ridiculous. Like Vanessa in Delhi, right? Mm-hmm. She's from Germany, That's so you know, cool. and I learned so much from her, you know, and, and I meet customers who are from Russia and they'll tell me about their you, lives. I was in line and- actually one time where you, your name is, yeah, you know where I'm going with this. Your name is named after s- someone famous, right? Okay. That, well, I always know I'm named after a queen. A queen. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, an ancient queen in Persia. An mm-hmm. ancient queen. In, and that's that's what the lady said, right? In the line one time, she said, oh, your oh, name. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was there. I was literally just walking by, and I was like, it's such and a small I didn't know your name that. was like that at yeah, all, you know? Like, did, did you know your name is uh, uh, from the book of Esther in the Bible? Like, yeah, I did. That's so cool that you know that. <laughs> and people, It starts lots of good conversations. When I was a cashier, people talked to me about it all the time. Either they knew something or they wanted to know. And So you feel like you get that compliment more through religious people in, in that sense? Um, Those the, I guess the people with that background already have heard of it, but then people who've never heard of it, they have, they're just as interested. They want to talk really? about it. And then that leads to conversations about them. And it's so cool just to get opportunities to hear about other people's lives. It and- could be just one little topic and one thing you guys share in common that can make an hour conversation, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, that's what I was explaining. You agreed, like, just talking to somebody can lead in anything. You yes. know, it's just, it's important to talk. You learn a lot about 
everybody just mm-hmm. in one little thing everybody so much i would have never had that conversation with me because i'm just i, I don't know your name and like in that <laughs> way of like what it meant people always ask me where i'm from i'm like here I'm like what about your parents like they around here like, are you are your parents religious uh yeah they are okay mm-hmm. were you what are you uh catholic christian christian, yeah. christian? okay mm-hmm. i went to a christian school hated it yeah <laughs> it was horrible i hated I it i wouldn't want to go to one either it was bad i just a little pent-up kid with like adhd just sitting there in a chair oh, you know it was yeah. horrible it was the most boring part of my life public even public school i'm glad i wasn't in because i had so much freedom you said you were homeschooled right for a little mm-hmm. bit the whole Elementary? time wait what i was i went to a private christian school for kindergarten and okay. after that i was homeschooled so first grade through 12th mm-hmm. and you're not socially awkward <laughs> nope you're not. Were you ever? like? No. I mean, because being homeschooled doesn't mean that you're just in your house all the time. You get involved with different groups. I was. I had a girls club that I was part of. I, You know, we have these um, co-ops where you get these chances to yeah. go take classes elsewhere, so you make friends there. Um, I went on different trips with people. My mom just forced me to, okay, you're going to go get the groceries well, today i'm gonna drop you off and you're good. gonna do this and talk that's to all the adults good wow your mom's <laughs> self-aware of, of what that effect it could have had on you yeah wow a lot because i mean we all know homeschool kids tend to be a little socially awkward no matter what and it's not on them it's the failure of letting them socialize with yeah, other people you just make sure they have just as much much interaction and sometimes it works out in your favor because you talk to a wider range of exactly. people and not just your age exactly range. you get to see exactly mm-hmm. you you grow a little differently you know mm-hmm. so no that's great that makes sense because i would have never known because i met homeschool i have tons <laughs> of friends that were homeschooled and i know they were social awkward and they had to work on that a little bit yeah. but you know when you grow up psychologically like because my girl went to uh she got a degree in psychology she would tell me all the time why those kids have a hard time socializing it's because mm-hmm. they got no interaction exactly. outside of the home and you kind of that interaction to develop yeah, your personality in a way you know so kudos mom to your mom for that us out of our comfort wow kudos on your mom hey give her a pat on the back for <laughs> yeah, that that's impressive there's not a lot job. of parents that do that <laughs> now it's known more because you know everybody kind of knows it and We're more aware the of how it works and no yeah. definitely wow i didn't know that about you <laughs> i think someone else where we work is uh was homeschooled i forgot who hmm. i think they quit but you could tell like you could see you were like <laughs> you were homeschooled you know i think i think i think Oh, I'm not going to say his name, no. It will get me in trouble, probably. So you were public schooled? Oh, yeah, yeah. all the you way. You went, like, Christian school for a short time. For, yeah, started. for okay. a little bit, and then I got, I got, I was too aggressive for that. I, I left. <laughs> they put me in public school, and then uh, I went to different public schools, middle school, all over here, and actually Seminole, so I've never really left this area. I moved to Tallahassee for a little bit. Horrible. Don't ever go there. Horrible, by the <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, I don't have a strong pull there. No, don't, I wouldn't. It's very woodsy, very beautiful. Okay. Like, it's got nature there, but, like, as if, like, socializing it's just a bunch of college kids yeah. you know it's kind of like tampa did you go to college i was so close to going to i just okay. couldn't i i really couldn't i i went to high school i i just cannot focus like it, i cannot sit down and focus my mind like the amount of energy it takes for me to pay attention to you right and uh-huh. understand and process everything yeah. is something that wasn't easy for me like i had yeah, to train you do a really myself. good job with it yeah wow. i had to train myself to be able to look at you be able to process what you're saying because it's cool exactly because it. like if you ever seen my eyes like look off it's my body naturally getting distracted going off in another uh-huh. world so i would realize like oh school's not meant for me my mom used to get so mad at me yeah it you doesn't know? mean you're dumb if you don't want to go to school this means it's not exactly what you well i mean focus on. this is why certain you know um characteristics lead to certain avenues you mm-hmm. know so like people who are more socially like by themselves tend to be really good in school because mm-hmm. they're okay with doing that like people think like autism is very like like 
uh, how, uh, what's the word that starts with a D? Um, it's a disability. A disability. It's it's not. It's it's just another form of mm-hmm. being another person and having a characteristic I that love changes. That. No, yeah, because yeah. I have I have family members that are autistic as well. My best friend growing up in elementary school was autistic, and he was normal and so smart. Mm-hmm. So I started realizing I was like, wow, autistic people tend to be smarter than us and like i've known so many and i'm i'm confident saying that i don't think that's an, a negative thing to say at all i think mm-hmm. it's more of a positive thing because they're more socially like like rory rory and uh meat department mm. he's from okay. england he has asperger's mm. you would never know it. no never know it. he is so smart so smart and he purposely moved down here because he met his wife online Aww. who has asperger's as well and he said i need to be social and i need to get out because I cannot live like this. So let me get a job where it requires me interacting with people. Yeah. And that's why he works there. Aww. So, And because he did that, you would never know he had Asperger's. No, I never knew. One thing you know is he got a dry sense of humor because he's from the UK almost essentially. But <laughs> he's he's funny as hell. But, you know, that's what I'm saying. He's so smart, you know. Like yeah. another kid I worked with, Alvis, he writes books. Like books. And they're great. And he has Asperger's as well. No one knew as well. He just, I, I don't know. It's just, we just get this thing in our heads like, oh, it's this a stigma. Just- it's yeah, exactly. So, we, you know, uh, listen to people exactly. and realize what's really about. I mean, you know, so me realizing I couldn't do good in school because I couldn't <laughs> sit. I was like, no, I, I got to do something physical or I got to do something that I enjoy that can kind of, you know, hold my attention for Doesn't longer than five seconds. Wow, that's getting annoying. That's sit. how you know it's getting hot. <laughs> hold on. There we go. That's happened before, if you can't tell. That's <laughs> annoying. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. It's just getting hot, essentially. That's why I'm building that right there next to you. Uh-huh. So, yeah, this is... A, uh, tell me, I've learned so much about tech. Like, I, I know how to build a PC now. It's yeah, like... It's such it's, a professional space in here. This took years of me learning everything. Like, yeah. I had, like... Even just learning how to work that little audio thing right there, it took so long. Like, for me to adjust your levels to make sure it's not ringing uh-huh. in someone's ears when you're talking took forever to learn, you know? This, this whole thing is, like, just... Like, one of your passions where you'll watch videos about it? Kind of, yeah. So I, anything I, I want to do, I'll learn as much of it yeah. as I can. Because... And that just came, actually, from school. Like, I know I'm not going to go to college. I'm not going to... Mm-hmm. I got to do something. And I'm not going to sit down and listen, you know, yeah. to somebody in front of me and just tell me <laughs> I'm wrong half the time, you know? So... I learn best physically. Mm-hmm. Like if you can show me and put me on the lines, I can learn physically, you know, mm-hmm. but that's pretty much with anything in life. You know, that's why I appreciate you going on YouTube and learning everything by yourself. Yes. Cause you probably learn more on there than anything else. Right. I mean, it, yeah. Cause you can rewatch it and just see it and hear it at the same time. Yeah. That it helps if, me a lot. Just pass that down to anybody, you know, you know, when mm-hmm. you're sitting there and you're just like conversating, like, oh, I don't know what to do. Just learn on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I remember when YouTube was just cats. Like, I, I would just go on YouTube and watch cats all day. <laughs> and now it's a learning, like, just center for you anybody. There's no excuse not to learn something that you want these days. Like, Google and YouTube. People don't understand. And that's a little hard to explain to your parents anything. in the beginning. You know, you're like, why are you on YouTube? But you need that piece of paper. So. <laughs> yeah, you need that piece of, you know, it's funny because my girlfriend went to school for psychology and I told her I knew she wasn't going to be able to do it. Not pursue it as a career because she never fell in love with it mm. i didn't see the her looking into like every night because at the time i was passionate about clothing and learning how to print and all that stuff mm-hmm. and learning how to edit videos and all that so i was just in it and i was like no this is what it this is what it's like to fall in love with something this mm-hmm. is what you should do every day if you're that passionate you know mm-hmm. i didn't see that with her and i was like she comes from that 
you know, typical household where you live in it. What is it? HOA or, mm-hmm. you know, where your grass has got to be this height. It's got to be this color. So at 18, you have to know what you want to do. Her dad knew what college she was going to at the age of 18. And you know what? That's never a bad thing. You know, he's looking out for her daughter, yeah. you know, and I would probably do the same thing. That's what our society thing. says is taking care of your kids, sending exactly. them to college. Exactly. So, and she went to college. She spent all this money. And I'm like, and I had this conversation so many times. I'm like, is this something you really want to do? And she does like it. She loves helping kids and knowing mm-hmm. why they're emotionally upset you know the trauma they went through all that stuff so mm-hmm. i saw her liking it but i never saw her dive into it and i always put this seed in a plant back around i'm like i'm like you know you bake every night right you bake a cake you decorate things you you, you cook you ever think about like doing something like that you on youtube every night learning about this you should probably pursue it yeah and she got a degree she didn't want to go anywhere in the field. Guess what she ended up doing? She made her own Instagram. She made Aww. a little decorate. She went in competitions. Now she's like a manager over at Valhalla Bakery, actually wow. down the street here, where we make vegan streets and all that, or That's treats. So cool. And she does all that. But now she went back to school because she found something else she loves, which is um, – traditional chinese medicine she's gonna be so proud i got that so um now that's what she's doing right now and she's on that 24 7 so you know and youtube she's learned through youtube it's it's ridiculous on what youtube can train and like teach you on just a simple platform like that you know and i try telling people that and they don't understand you know and you're gonna be a great i'm gonna talk to people about i know this girl right that she's (laughs) on youtube every night be on while she's eating dinner and she's learning so much you know and i'm sure your parents thought you were crazy at first maybe a little <laughs> bit in the beginning but i know my parents did but my teachers even said like oh i can tell she she watches and reads a lot because th- she's caught up very quickly Wait, like uh ballet teachers mm-hmm. is that what we call them or instructors mm-hmm. yeah we call ballet them? instructors and oh, teachers ballet instructor. yeah okay i don't want to disrespect when you have a, a company they'll have official titles like director ballet master all those different but in a school it's your ballet teacher uh, but they would say, I, I can tell that you've been watching stuff because otherwise, how would you have understood how this muscle works? How are you already holding it this way? Well, it's because I watched these videos and I, I figured it out from exactly, them. Exactly, because you were curious, you mm-hmm. wanted to get better. You know, Maybe there was a little bit of a competitiveness in you, like, oh, I want to be better than that person real quick. I got to catch up, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, do you see anybody like that you trained? I was just going to bring that up. That's so funny. Uh, Man, I'm so good. I know, <laughs> you're so good. Um so there's a student I just started teaching six months ago who was 13 when she first started. I'm like, wow, this is me when I first started. Oh, dude, this I love when so you exciting. run into people like that. Yes, yeah. I'm getting to like remind pass. you of yourself. Yes, I'm getting to give what I was given when I was 13 to this other girl who'd never danced before. It's her first class. Mm-hmm. I'm her only teacher she's ever had so far. And I, she's just exactly what I did. She's writing all her school papers about ballet. She's learning all about how point shoes are oh, made. Oh, she's in it. She's, she's so, in so it. deep. I gave her one of my favorite books that's like a, a Bible of ballet. And okay. she like studies it all the time. And now she'll come up and say things in our classes that she'll say, I read this here. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. That's so cool. You know that. That's awesome. And so he's a little mini you. Yeah. I, I love, I've ran in people like that, too, where they're just so curious and they're like, Oh, you're doing the same thing I was doing. Uh-huh. Like you're in it. Let me yes. help you out a little bit more, so you kind of give them a little even you're more because so now you know more. So excited to help them because you see how much they're into exactly. it. Exactly. And you kind of want to. There's this one kid I, uh, who's the same way. His name's Carlos. He's my moderator, and I, I see the same thing. Like he, we have a little bit more uh, family similarity. Like he's Mexican. He's you know his parents work every day. He's, they're never home. He's his sisters take care of him. He's an only boy. So I'm like, oh, there's a lot of correlation. And he's curious on gaming and all that. I'm like, bro, let me help you. And he's like, and he's just learning so much as he goes through. Yeah. And it's so good to see that because it makes you want to help because you wish you mm-hmm. had that kind of help growing up. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And it, 
you know, they may not see it now, but in the future, they'll be like, oh, dude, that guy just cut my time of learning by like yes. a, a sevenfold, you know? Yes. And, you know, just to see that you have that as well is, is, is a treat. It's a wonder, it really isn't is. it? It really is. It's such a blessing. Do they ever look at you like you're crazy people. sometimes? <laughs> the students? Yeah, they're like, like, why are you so into this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I or mean, maybe like the one you're actually excited to teach. Do they ever look at you like, well, you're kind of a little weird well, lady? I'm lucky because she's just as excited. She gets it. Yeah. So, it's how old is she? Like, she just turned 14, so when 14? she started, she was 13. Oh, she started, so she started late. She started the same age I was. That's oh, why I'm so excited. Oh, my God. Like, just like You're me. about to help her out so much. And I'm seeing her improve so quickly. Is she tall like she's, you? She's not, so okay. she won't have... Uh, Some disadvantages in choosing a career yes. or a company, right? Yes. There's good things about me being tall. It catches people's eye. I get attention. But First of all, to... your Instagram's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> like It's ama- it's truly amazing. Like I see you, you. You grab the pictures that captivate what you're trying to show, and I look at it, and I'm like, holy fuck, how does she do that? Like, how does she do that? Like, in my head, I'm like, she's on, like... All of her toes and my 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 dorsiflexion you can have, but my toes would give out. Like, I, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, "Holy crap!" And does your brother do the filming or? Sometimes he takes my pictures. He's my favorite photographer to work with because he's patient. He he'll let me be nitpicky with it. Really? Yeah, and he he's kind of similar he's gotten really passionate about um working with cameras and all that kind of stuff so he just taught himself how to do all those things really yeah is he running with like a dslr maybe like uh, i don't know what he uses to be honest i don't know hardly um uh is it skinny is it is it or is it big and blocky it's bigger it's bigger yeah Yeah. it's a dslr okay um yeah, because I, I noticed, like, there was this guy in your pictures, and I was like, I think that's her brother, because, like, you would, you would, like, say thank you and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I don't post about many people, so it must have been him, for sure. It was. Yeah, I don't see you. Yeah, you're right. You don't really post, like, a lot of I have uh, some of my dance friends in it, but I don't post a lot of personal people in my life, so, No, yeah, yeah no, I've literally just, you know, everyone... Everyone does um, Instagram creeping, Facebook creeping, and I'll see your story, and I'm like, I'm like what does she post in a while? And I'll go through, and next uh-huh. thing you know, I'm like three years back in your Instagram, and I'm like, holy shit, man, like, this is so good. Like, I'm like, that's just me that. being curious. That's, that's just me there, being curious. So people can No, people, people are a little shy to pull that trigger sometimes on, on their passion because they feel like they're being judged, yeah. you know, but that's never the case. You know, you're no. just here to, like, show your art in a way and show who you are. My mom actually was the one who convinced me to get Instagram. Because you're the same way probably, right? <laughs> well, I was just like, I don't need Instagram. I don't need something to be distracted by. I don't want to, and I have my, That's discipline though. Going That's all discipline. On. Yeah, I don't need to have that. And she's like, well, you can, people can notice you from Instagram. You could get some opportunities from that because sometimes people are ambassadors for different programs and stuff. Maybe you could at least get it for that reason. And so funny because my point shoe brand that I wear, I decided to, um, it's not Gator, right? No, Gator Minden. Is that, God, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, Let's you are, go. You know what you're talking oh, about. I know. I, I'm so good. I see, I, I'm getting there. All right, continue, it. continue. But um, so I had been doing Instagram for a few months and kind of built up some photos and um, auditioned basically to submit an application to be one of their ambassadors. They, they choose um, dancers who wear their brand from a very specific category of training and time that you've been dancing all over the world. They'll look at your application, decide if they want you to move on to round two. Um, so they monitor how you post all summer. And so I got into that. So they monitored how I posted all summer. I was, I had, the first year I had Instagram pretty much. And I didn't make it to that the final round. Like, oh man. Um, but I tried again the next year. And I, I did saw that. That was this, that was just recently, right? Yeah. yeah. And I got the ambassadorship. I think they chose 40 people around the whole world to be ambassadors for the brand that year. And you got So it. I got, I was one of it's them. It's only a yearly thing though, right? That you have to reapply part. almost in a way, right? So or? you can only do that once. Really? Um, and then once you get further on your career, they can, 
can potentially become like a Gainerman an artist or a Gainerman an icon. Why is it only once though? What's the um, reasoning behind that? Because you would think they would want somebody who's consistent representing their brand. Yeah, I guess almost as a representative the program, they want to give opportunities to new people coming up. Okay, see, I was going to ask that: is it for more like they want to give everybody in a? And bit? I think it also makes the it's a bigger deal. You have to work really hard to get in. It's not just once you get in, okay, you can relax. Because some other brands, their ambassadors are permanent and they don't have they don't try that hard in their posts. Exactly. Once they've made it, they're, they're cool. Good. Exactly. So you have to work really hard. It's a short. Bit of time, they give you a lot of opportunity. Um, so I just think it. Do you it like it like that? Quality. Do you think it? Do you I, enjoy that? Of course, I would like to continue being an ambassador. Yeah. I think, but, but you could probably understand why they would do that. Is what yeah, I think it's a good idea. And then once you're well into your career, and they still work with you, and um, you know, you're still doing things in the world, then you can have another opportunity to work with them. So it's not like I'll never get to. I still reach out and talk to them about different things. And I think you still like, I, are you wait, are you still an ambassador? Or? So that ended last year. That ended last mm-hmm. year, right? So, and, but I still see you post about them. Mm-hmm, because so, they still use my stuff. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming you're just trying to support and all that. And yeah, this is a good way for you to clip me. this if you want later on. I can clip it and you can ship it. Yes. Okay. You can ship it and be like, <laughs> you've been talking about it on the bus. Yes. Maybe you can get that extra leg up that way, you That's know? That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. We we'll love to support our, each other the brand helps you and you help them yeah and this is great for you just i'll clip it for you you can send it and tag them in your instagram you know that way you can get that i mean like i think the most i ever had on podcast was like 600 viewers you know who just you know listen and plays and that's repeated on but you know it's a growing thing but 600 you can get maybe like 10 out of that are die hard that's awesome that can do this that's good hey you plugged it right good job (laughs) you found the right segue to plug that in there i was gonna ask you you do you see avenues to be represented like by another company without actually joining that company um, to receive some form of income? Yeah, I could apply for other brands and to be ambassadors. And uh, there's lots of different opportunities out there if I wanted to. Right now, I'm not really focused on that too much. Um, it's funny on Instagram. I'm sure lots of people get this, but people reach out to you to be ambassadors for certain things. And yeah. it's not all that it seems. Yeah. Uh, so I, I save it for things that are really good deals. No, like, you, wanna, you don't want to be... You don't want to. You want to have value in everything you yeah. do. Yeah. So the gainer minimum one was a really well, big. I, I, well, that worked do. on me because when you posted that, and I kind of know who you are, and I went through your posts, I was like, she doesn't really do this. This must be a, a reputable company that exactly. she stands by. I don't just do it for exactly. Anything. And you can tell that when you're going on Instagram, you're like, you go to their story one time, I follow this account, you know, I follow these guys, and you look at them, you're like. Do you really wear what they offer? Like yeah. the clothes you represent? Do you? Wear, I never seen you wear them. Yeah. The supplements you, you require. I never seen you take them. True. You know, so you're sitting there. True. So you take very little grain of salt. People can see authenticity mm-hmm. through your stuff. You yeah, know, some people don't care, but the people you want to follow you are the people who care because yes. those are the ones who are going to help you in the long run. And you can even help them by telling them a mm-hmm. good company that like you're working yeah. with on that and sense. Brands like that they really affect your career. Like your shoes make or break how you feel and you're dancing. Really. That so it's very personal. Each each shoe is so individual, and Gatorman works really well with you on that. Really, so, yeah, wow. that's why you, you get very attached to. I'm your sure brand. you're going to still <laughs> represent them, even at, you know, even mm-hmm. now, you know, you're probably still like just tagging them yeah. in or whatever you can. That's a good way for you to do that. I think you have an, a great opportunity to branch out into like physical, not so much in your industry of of ballet, but physical companies, maybe like Tim Tam, like for instance, because they offer that you could like so well because you know. You're such a rarity, like in, in in your industry, that companies don't represent at least physical companies. Tim Tam, Flagner Fail, mm-hmm. um, uh, so many other um, Vivo Barefoot, uh, Move You. You know, these are all great uh, movement and um, anatomy like profiles that help you function throughout the day. But you never see anybody, 
you know, who's in ballet yeah. represent them. That would be really that's cool a, to get No, I would with. see that as, a, as, a, as something for you to capitalize and, you know, give their products a yeah. shot, you know, and because I could see you actually being able to represent them because you yeah. have great writing, you have great posts, and you have great content just in general. So you, you have an ability to, I would definitely give that a shot. That's a really good idea. I would. That's a good idea to look into. Because I like move you is a very it's based in California and they're based on movement, just like mm-hmm. functioning functioning every day without pain, you know. And mm-hmm. they and they bring so many other they bring in lifters, they bring in uh, dancers, but like more like hip hop dancers. Mm-hmm. They bring in um, construction workers, like anybody with movement. And yeah. but I never seen anybody with ballet, so yeah, I've only seen one company do that with ballet, and it's Flagner or Fail, and they've done it well. And there, she's her main, like their main, like oh, advertisement because cool. it's so unique. No one looks at it that way, you mm-hmm. know. It's a gym brand representing. They're like, what? It, I gotta it, pay attention to this. Exactly. So that's a great way for you. You're yeah. so it's good to be in a small little niche, mm-hmm. you know, in a way. Because if you're the first, your value is higher. You there are some big time dancers that do something similar, like Misty Copeland. She represents Under Armour. Really? Sometimes if you walk into um, sports stores, you'll see uh, this dancer wearing all their sports stuff. And that's really? her. I went to Disney Springs one time. There's this huge poster of her for wearing Under Armour oh, stuff. Oh, that must have been so. cool for you because you're yeah. like, oh, there's an opportunity. Uh-huh. You kind of think yeah, in your head, like, really that could be me if I really wanted to, you know, yeah. like, or if I really want to, you know. That's great. Mm. That That's a small niche place. You can really true. There capitalize. are a lot of varied avenues you can take well then that's because social media now no one expected social Mm -hmm. media to be an advertising who knew instagram would be just an advertisement like what you're doing for gator right Mm -hmm. like you're just sitting there and you're doing exactly what they want they're like you're getting people's eyes on us Uh you know and companies see the value in that so take cap i would really capitalize on you know especially for your future just give it a shot definitely good idea take advantage of social media for sure definitely make a tiktok too (laughs) yeah definitely make a tiktok i I can like i don't see any ballet tiktoks at all like ballet dancers sorry i'm trying to come correct here i'm trying to be respectful (laughs) you know oh i'm so good (laughs) definitely well i think we talked about everything i think we're we're pretty good here you're on top of it i was trying to i'm trying to like i'm trying to it's it's hard to like keep people's attentions like who are listening you Mm -hmm. know so you got to kind of keep the ball rolling the flow how people who don't listen to dance all the time how it comes across to them you you have to specifically Mm -hmm. look for it and for you in your niche somebody involved in it has to probably want to be curious like you were to look for that but when you have somebody who's willing to hear and has a complete different platform that doesn't have that has nothing to actually do with what they represent Uh is a great way because you start bringing new people's eyes who are just curious oh i was just thinking about that the other day you know so it's it's i try my best to keep the ball rolling you know Mm -hmm. and just keep it flowing because nobody hates sitting here and just an awkward pause and we're just like um (laughs) uh that's yeah so anytime i bring someone in i'm always talking to them like listen keep Keep it in natural flow. You yeah. know, try not to get nervous. Do not chew gum in the mic. You know? <laughs> I talked about that on the way here. I was chewing gum. I said, actually, when we pulled up to the house, I took my gum out. Did like, you? That's not something I want to do sitting in front oh, of the mic. Oh, man. Unless it's in, like, a specific ASMR, like, kind of people <laughs> want to hear. the word ASMR. I was trying to think of that. Like, oh, there's a term for that. <laughs> exactly. Where people are, like, this close. I'm sorry, everybody, but they're this close. And they're, like, <laughs> people hate it so much. <laughs> and then some people love it. It's so Exactly. Weird. I hate it when I hear it. Yeah. So it's weird because I've had people sit and I'm I'm like, I'm like, please take out the gum. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, listen, I get it, man. You know, but trust me, it's, you're not gonna get, you're not gonna yes. convince anybody. No one's gonna <laughs> want to listen to that. So I mean, I, I was getting ready to tell you all these things, but you're you were just fine, you know, and everything. <laughs> you're so. a great host. It was I so try, fun. I try, definitely. So once this is done, send you the link. Everything mm. you can promote yourself. You know, I'll clip awesome. some stuff that if you want clipped, sure. send it to you. Tag it and ship it. Okay, just 
let right. it let it fly, okay? And then eventually we can come back here and we can talk again and whatever okay. else you do. We'll keep in touch and all that stuff. You awesome. know, I'm only working one day a week now, but we have okay. each other's at, so we we'll yeah. definitely can uh, continue talking about this. I right? really enjoyed it. Yeah, Thank great. So I'm glad. How how would you uh, how would you describe it? One out of ten. Ten for sure. Hear that, everybody? Great, great podcast. <laughs> that was so much fun. I know, right?